They fly like little girls, and then oh, I need a 200 amp BSC because I'm awesome. Yeah, exactly, Nick. Exactly, dude. <laughs> Freaking Nick Maxwell you. flies with a Castle 120. Version 2.0. I am Dan. This is episode 131, and I'm back this week. Now oh, you stole my part. Ha, no, you stole Welcome my back. part. <laughs> you stole my part. Of course, the guys are here. You heard uh, Justin and Jesse there. I think Nick's back there somewhere too. Nick, you you uh, you kicking? Yes, sir. So, guys, um, spring is springing. Sprunging. Said that a few weeks ago, but it's for real this time. We're talking 65 degrees, but here's something, here's something that you guys have had to deal with for quite some time, but I haven't. I know that it's, it's, there's no, there's no explanation, but somehow the weather knows the weekends. Am I right? Oh, yes. (laughs) Can you explain to me that over the past two weeks and going into the next two weeks, it's been mostly sunny and Upper 50s during Monday through Friday. But you look at the mm-hmm. weather forecast and it's always raining on Saturday and Sunday. Yep. That is yep. my life, dude. What, what, how is that? And I think it's just a coincidence. And every year, <laughs> weekend after weekend, I get screwed over and over again. Huh. I, I never really, I, I mean, I heard you, I remember you guys talking about that frustration and I was like, but it's real, man. That's a real issue that sucks ass i hate it i i uh that's the way it's been going here uh it's been it's been really nice all week long uh it's gonna be raining all weekend so yeah sucks what can i say so there's no there's no hope in sight for weekend flying for uh, you is that what you're saying no or is there's it- absolutely there's hope i'm taking my trailer to the field tomorrow i don't care if it's 100 percent chance of rain yeah <laughs> And that's, I'm, that's the spirit. I'm going to sit in my trailer, do a little cleaning, do a little work on some helicopters, and I'm going to gaze outside every few minutes. And if it there's a clear spot, I'm going to go fly. That's what you got to do, right? I have that's, been getting some flights in after work. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I got to tell of you guys. The, of the two-bladed style? Of the two-bladed style, yes. Well, there are two blades on those props, too, Nick. <laughs> I've been flying that a little bit piece. after work as well. But You've been what? I've been flying the multi-rotor as well, but not That not which too often. shall not be named. <laughs> that which shall not be no. named. <laughs> but I'm going to start off with, I'm really in a pissy mood tonight. I've had mm. some shitty things happen, mistakes, because look. Again, it's probably something you guys are used to. You work all day, right? And you're like, I've got to get this, this, and this done on the helicopter so I can be ready to fly. And sometimes you find yourself rushing through, not paying attention to a few things. Yep. Well, it all started, I got the Nitro basically ready to go. And um, I was just doing some final radio setup. And I went to make a shit ton of changes to the programming. Mm-hmm. Only to realize I was on the wrong heli, 
So <laughs> not only did I set, set myself not only did I set myself back because now I had to go back and redo the heli that I just messed up, then I was able to progress. But it gets better. I don't know what the hell happened. So we um, got Ed's helis basically all going. Of course, we're st- dude that compass. Uh, I'll save that for a minute in, in a minute here. But mostly, I got his helis going, and now we were just finishing up the nitro, and um, and of course the rush is flying already. So, but today I was just like, well, I, there's just a couple things I need to do. I was in the, I was switching to. The 700 in the radio, and you know in the Futaba how you press return for one second, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, I did that. My radio, like, blue screen of death on me. Like, just stopped responding. Couldn't press any like, buttons. Like, did the, the screen hmm. actually no, no. went blank? No, it didn't go blank. It just stayed on that. It just wouldn't leave that menu. Mm-hmm. No matter what you did, pushed, whatever. So I turned it off, and I went to go back into it. And now when I try to select the 700, Nitro, the Cool Power 700, it says, failed. Push any button to continue. What? Yeah. Ooh. So it corrupted the file somehow. And so what you did is you went on to your SD card to access the backup of all of your models <laughs> so that it was a happy ending. Yeah, I did actually. But somehow what I okay, so I go to the SD card and I go to copy the new file over to over to write over the file that's non-existent, then I corrupted the SD file. Couldn't access either of them. What? Yeah. So you have to just delete it and start all over. Are you sure this isn't Ed screwing with you? <laughs> Ed, Ed would not do this to me. I promise you that. I mean, I don't. I would like to think he wouldn't. But Could he- I don't know what the problem was. I, I kept dicking with it, and then I realized, what am I doing? Why am I wasting this time? I've got another 14SG with the programming still on it. So what I did to be safe is I went into the to the other 14SG with the knob. I renamed the model just to stay away from any, uh, you know, no similarities, right? And then I saved it to the SD card, and then I put it in the new radio, and all's well that ends well. So. Futaba problems. Yeah. There's more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So those, uh, I got uh, two new 2200 milliamp receiver packs. Yep. Thought I'd charged them both. Did not charge them both. Ooh. Ooh. And now the brand new pack that I've never even flown is at 0%. (laughs) 2.0 volts per cell. You flew it down that far? No, no, no. It was all on the bench. Oh, Brand just new setup. setup? Is on, yeah, on the bench. I had used it to oh, set up a couple man. helis. I, I thought it was charged and thinking, well, I haven't been using this battery that much. Oh. I, I never even got a cycle on the battery before I destroyed it. <laughs> wow. Sorry. Well, it's still a probability thing. It might come back. You think it, it might? might come back, It dude. wouldn't. How? How? I mean, what do I got to do? Because the charger won't pick it up. It's like. Got to put it in a different chemistry, so different like, cell. Like nickel or, metal hydride? Nickel metal hydride. Yeah. Or, nickel metal hydride and just and do real low current. 
I'll try that. It didn't pop yeah. or anything. You got to watch it the, outside. It is you outside. You have to watch the voltage. Like, actually watch it as it's charging. But put it on a nickel metal hydride and then just slowly charge it and get it up to where it's like, say, six volts, right? Total. And then you can put it over. Yeah. Or if you had a really cool dual power lab, I'm just saying that they actually have a cell recovery feature that when you plug the battery in and you put it on a preset that you would normally charge it on, it actually auto-detects that you killed it and puts it into a special cycle. Yep. It's like, oh, so tell you're me though. D-bag. I'm going to help you out. <laughs> so tell me, yeah. <laughs> is this time sensitive? In other words, do I need to do this like immediately or can it wait a couple days or does it matter? Uh, I why wanna... why would it wait a couple of days? Because I, I got mean... shit to do. Yeah, like recharge that battery. Like not spend <laughs> the two minutes required to recharge the battery. I'm just saying. I'm just asking a question, Justin. Um, My God, you're so judgmental. I would probably do it sooner than later. <laughs> yeah, do it now. How about if I do it tomorrow? Because Stop recording. Let's go. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. even finish the show. I would have want to hear by the end of the show how it worked out. How's the problem with that is it's all up at Ed's house. So God. I thought, dude, I thought you, you Wait, said where you, do you were going to stop. Yeah, where are you doing, doing that? I'm anymore? confused. Guys, I literally drive straight from work to Ed's house. And then I come home at about 1030 at night. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's creepy. Some would call that an affair. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> Does he cooks me dinner? Know about this, or are you that that weird noise in the basement? All of all of my. Well, let, let me rephrase that. What is that? It's just a furnace, honey. Don't worry about it. You guys are gonna creep Ed out, Damn man. It. Is she gone? Is she gone? <laughs> is she gone? Send her shopping again. Oh, I swear to God, you guys. <laughs> I don't know. I, um, I All my helis are up there. No. As of tomorrow, it'll, I'm taking the trailer to the field. Ed's bringing the helis because I didn't, I didn't have room for them in my car. So, yeah, all that stuff will be home from now on. Mainly because... You're breaking up. Well, kind of. I, dude, I was spending a lot of time working on his shit. And speaking of which, before we move on, that... Compass is a rattling turd. Dan, you stop right there. <laughs> whoa, whoa! I've never seen a heli fly so uh, shittily. I've never <laughs> seen someone tune so badly. I love that word. <laughs> shittily. That, that helicopter has Tourette's. <sighs> it's got we, Parkinson's. I thought we talked about this. <laughs> it's got. It's got. I don't know what other. Tremulous diseases are out there. This thing is horrible. <laughs> Ricketts. Ricketts. Say Ricketts. I don't know Ricketts. if it is, but there I just love go. that it word. Sounds good. The it? shakes. The shakes, man. It's like going through DTs. It misses hmm. Jesse or something. I don't know. It's it's got. No, we talked about this, Dan. and I did exactly <laughs> what you told ability. me to, dude. I did you, exactly. And then you second, and then you second guessed yourself. No. And then I tacked. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Were we at the same like, conversation? Well, well, I th- I think we re we reset that to the and we did size. and we did, I double checked did. it. And did you keep going down till it stopped shaking, dude? We took it down to like thirty. But did it, you keep going? I didn't because we didn't have a computer. <laughs> with us. Tomorrow I'm bringing a computer. Get All off right. my back, dude. 
So what I'm hearing is that Jesse, the resident compass expert, gave you the fix. He handed it. No, 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 no. Yeah, he he just put it right in your lap. No, no, no. And you chose to ignore it. No, that's not at all. He told me, take it to 37. Didn't you, Jesse? No, I said that's where mine ended up. Yeah, come on now. Take it to 37. It'll be fine. Didn't say it. (laughs) (laughs) So we took it to 30, and it flew like shite. No, give, give it a try. Go back, press the 700 button, reset all the gains, and only bank switch the main basic gain, and keep going down until it goes away. So I can take it down right, to Nick? zero? Down to zero gain? All the way down to zero. You go for it, Dan. <laughs> you know what? Go negative, Dan. Negative. <laughs> See if that thing will go like negative 30 on you. <laughs> that should be just about enough. Um. So... <sighs> or you could check to make sure everything's built correctly. I, you know what? I didn't build that, it. That I'm would be saying. my first guess. <laughs> I didn't build it. Tim, Bur- is it Burmeister? Bur- Burmaster? Burmeister? Yes, Tim. Mm-hmm. Tim, he built it. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't think Tim built it. I think he helped clean up a couple of things. No, he rebuilt it. From what was originally an absolutely horrid example of a helicopter. Of a used helicopter. So he rebuilt it. Out of the kindness of his own heart. (laughs) And he's a completely competent builder. But I mean, dude, every single person makes mistakes. It could have just one thing in (laughs) it. I feel like you guys are attacking me. You guys attacking me because I don't like that helicopter? Well, I feel like you might not you be giving it a, hmm, what do we want to call it? A fair Yeah, Dan, fair we chance. know that Dan doesn't believe in fair chances. Look, <laughs> in fact, I'm not confident that you haven't gone and switched something around just so that you can oh, come on come the show on. this yeah. weekend hey, I I didn't and go talk there. crap glad, about it. Thank you, Justin. I'm glad someone else I, I got your back, Jesse. Dude. I'm a fellow 7HV guy. You guys yeah. think that little of me? I swear to God. Really? Come on now. <laughs> Look, I was very excited to fly that machine. Because I got to tell you, when I was helping Ed set it up, I was like, this really looks like a nice helicopter. But it flies like shit. As it is. We'll work, th- we'll work on it tomorrow. I'm bringing a computer to the field. So we'll be able to dick with the tuning. See what we can come up with. Built it wrong. You could be. I have no. I had no part in the build, but uh, um, I don't know. We're gonna have to play around with it. There's not a lot to that helicopter to no, really build not. wrong. Yeah, it's pretty hard to screw it up. Yeah. So anyway, it got it's got aileron shake or an elevator shake. I don't know, man. It's just, or is it a tail shake? It's just kind of general. It's head. like it's like a it's like the it's like a 360 degree shake. It's like it sounds like the same thing I had when the icon gain is just too high. Uh, yeah, take the head apart, disassemble, make sure everything's put make back sure together. Make sure it's free. Properly. Clean all the grease off. Yeah, put it make back sure together. It's hung up. Hmm. Put the gain at like thirty-five, thirty-six. Mine's at like thirty. Yeah, thirty-five, thirty-seven, somewhere in there. Fly. It's, it. it's at thirty right now. It shouldn't shake at thirty. It's shaking at thirty. Yeah, then you have a mechanical issue. Something's bent, broken, backwards, missing. I'll let Ed deal with that. There you go. <laughs> Sounds not... like a great plan. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So we are, we're going to play with it. Actually, he's got some new servos are coming. Are both up. blades on in the right direction? No, they're both backwards, <laughs> you smart ass. Because <laughs> I heard that's how Compass likes it, backwards. Uh, <laughs> backwards. So that's kind of what I've been up to. Not a whole lot. Uh, not a whole lot else. Oh, you guys probably want to know flight count. Yep. Yeah? Yes. Two hundred and thirty-five. No way. What? And we're not counting all three other flights. Thirty-five. <laughs> I'm at eighty-seven. Uh oh. He's creeping. I plan creeping. on getting a shit ton of flights tomorrow. So nitro is going to be in the air tomorrow, ladies oh. and gentlemen. Yes. So. That changes things. That does. Can't wait. Just do me a favor and don't crash my blades before you give them to me at Othello. Oh, man. That that confidence of yours, man, that's going to backfire on you, dude. Yeah. Dude, I'm bringing it. (laughs) Yeah. Bring it. It's been brought in. It has been brought. What's up, Nick? When you... uh... When you bring Justin's blades, mm-hmm. bring him a couple extra battery straps, too. This yeah. Needs- <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> That's a great segue. Ooh, Justin, segue. what have you been up <laughs> that, that, was, that wasn't even in the script. Like, <laughs> oh, guys, nice. that was actually, like, all Nick. That was actually right there. Just Nick being a dick. <laughs> so, Justin, why so, would, I, why would I need to bring you straps? Why don't you well, let's let's start out at the beginning. First of all, <laughs> this this week has been, we'll call it rough for me, uh, for a, a number of different reasons. But it started out really good, actually. So I was able to get out last Sunday. Got out at about nine in the morning. Stayed at the field until I don't know early afternoon or so. Of course, when I got out there. It was partially raining, and I didn't care. I just decided to fly through it. And as I was packing up, it started to get nice and sunny. So it's that whole, you know, the weather knows sort of thing, like what you were talking about. Mm -hmm. But the cool part about it was that I was able to get the Eagle Tree data logging system put on the speed. And for the first time, I've got speed telemetry from the GPS, And I'm actually, I'm pretty impressed. There are a couple of caveats to it, but here's the deal. It tracks uh, your GPS speed and altitude and position, so on and so forth, uh, over the entire flight. And then you can download that kind of like a castle link graph on your computer and look at it. And it'll tell you max speed and you can zoom in and it'll tell you average over the interval that you have zoomed in, so on and so forth. So here's the deal. 2300 RPM, 14 degrees of pitch, okay? And right now, I've been seeing max speed numbers, and here's where the asterisk comes in, anywhere from 130 to 145 miles per hour. Now, you remember when we were talking about how accurate these things are, and there are a lot of people out there that don't think that they're all that accurate. You got to get a radar gun, And yet the radar gun has its own issues because of cosine losses, unless you're stupid enough to stand out there in front of the helicopter as it's barreling towards you head on. (laughs) You'll have inaccuracies there, too. Oh, my bear. Oh, my bear. And watch this, right? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Put that thing around over here, Bobby. (laughs) Now, in, in terms of how accurate the GPS is, we won't know without another way to to check the speed. But 
Here's the deal. If you report max speed, you are overstating things because you can reach a max speed at some point in the run, but that does not represent the average speed. If you remember the way the FAI does it for competition, it's how long does it take your helicopter to go between two towers separated by 200 meters? That is inherently an average speed. So when you start looking at stuff like that, and I went into the data and manipulated some stuff, plotted it up, and I'm getting average speeds over a 200 meter distance of between 125 and 135 miles an hour. Which and is, I think that is a, it's a pretty yeah. reasonable number. Mm-hmm. Now, that's am right I where off we get. by, yeah, we get, you're right, Nick, when you and I were flying two weeks ago, we figured that's eh, probably in the 120s, somewhere yep. in there. So, you know, is it, is it? 128.73 i don't know it's probably within i'd say five or ten miles an hour that would be my guess and maybe we'll be able to get a radar gun here before the end to figure it out and, and see how it compares but anyway so i hit a i hit a max speed of 144.8 i think again very momentarily but I was able to get a number of runs with sustained average speeds over a 200 meter length of in the 120s to low 130s. So I'm pretty excited about that, especially given that it's not maxed out. Now, you know, the world record, again, the Banshee's got 175, right? And a lot of people say, well, you can't be within 40 miles an hour of the world record. But For anyone that knows speed or racing and anything, and Nick, I know you're going to back me up on this. Yeah. Yeah. 40 miles an hour is a big difference. That's a world of difference. It might as well be two completely different competitions. Yep. When you're up at that level, you're, you're fighting for one or two miles an hour. So trust me, I'm still far off and I'm not. I'm not convinced that it can get anywhere close to the world record. That's not what it was designed to do. But for for what I'm doing right now, I'm I'm pretty pleased. So we're going to keep getting that data. Still uh, hauls ass. Oh, and dude, it's, it's cool. fast. Yeah. And Justin, and it that, sounds is, that is awesome. Complete like max pitch. Like that is everything with the current head speed and pitch that you're running. That's all it's got. That's 14 degrees of pitch. I'm going to go up to 15. Jesse, but so during, got, during the run, when you're actually doing it, that is the complete 14 degrees. Oh, yes, yes. Okay. On, yeah. Yes, that's correct. That's the full 14 degrees. So gotcha. we've got, we're going to go up to 15 here pretty soon. Uh, I've got the the 24 tooth pinion, which will bring me up to a max head speed of 2400. And I also just got a hold of a 25 tooth pinion, which is new. So that'll get me to 2500. So we're going to get a little bit more data Ooh. out of this. And the plan is... Castle fire. Castle fire. We're still creeping up on it, but the castle's doing great. We've seen 210 amps for five to eight seconds on the castle. Isn't that ridiculous? No problem. No is problem. that not absolutely just ridiculous? On a castle 160. Yep. Yep. I love all the comments on Facebook. I'm pulling Kessler. I'm pulling Kessler. Yeah, almost 9,000 watts, dude. Bunch of shit. Jeez. <laughs> so, Tell us how you really feel, Nick. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just stupid because people, it's like they, you know, they fly like little girls and then, oh, I need a 200 amp BSC because I'm awesome. <laughs> 
Yeah, exactly, Nick. Exactly, dude. <laughs> I'm Nick with Maxwell you. flies with a Castle 120. I'm I mean, with you. hello. That is just as profound of of like a discovery <laughs> as the review itself. Right there. But yeah, surely. Yeah. <laughs> so I got a little bit more to do. I'm going to be doing for those people who have asked. The final review will have a lot of this data in here. I think that's important, especially because. You remember, I'm doing this baselined on what we would consider to be a typical 3D power system setup. We didn't get crazy with components, so I want you guys to be able to see what you can get out of the thing. Uh, tentatively, I'm going to target for some time in April to finish it up and put the actual written review out. But just bear with me. It depends on how it goes. So that was the beginning portion of the week. Now, what I'll say is in total, I got... 16 flights okay and for the entire week so that's that's basically saturday through today which is friday when we're recording unfortunately monday was uh the last day i actually got to fly and no actually no i got flying in on thursday i got flying in yesterday but monday was the last decent day of flying and guess what happened? It had something to do with a battery strap. I think Nick mentioned it. Hmm. Goblin 770. I'm out there flying and I figure, hey, you know what? I don't have a lot of time. So let me just throw a few packs in it. I won't bother putting the canopy on. It's no big deal. I fly with no canopy on all my other helis. I haven't ever done it on the Goblin just because it's a Goblin and it looks cool with the canopy. So I go up there and I'm doing my thing. I'm not doing anything crazy. Doing some funnels, you know, uh, doing some TikToks, some pyro flips, stuff like that. Not hard. And and then it hits me. In slow motion, I see this weird, long, snaky black thing fly out from my helicopter. And I'm like, what the hell is, oh, it's a pack strap. Mm -hmm. and And then it's just like... Everything slows down, and I see the entire 12S stick pack slide out of the helicopter's nose and get sucked into the 813 rotor. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, what then man. happened is the heli proceeded to eat itself in the air. It, it, from my perspective, it looked like it had exploded, chopped the tail boom off, fell straight to the ground. It was only about 10 feet up, so, you know, it didn't take too much fall damage. Uh, and and here's the deal. Like, I'm sitting there thinking, holy crap, dude, what the hell was that? How did the pack strap come out? And as that's happening, stuff is, like, fluttering down through the air on top of me, like debris. And <laughs> one is, like, a piece of Velcro. Some of, some of it's, like, a piece of the strap. Uh, you know that, like, the really heavy-duty, uh, stiff uh, shrink wrap that they put on the batteries? There were <laughs> bits and pieces of that fluttering down like feathers. <laughs> Turns out that, uh, basically, the front 6S pack, it was, was my Gen's Ace 4400, hit one of the blades. The blade proceeded to chop the pack in half and then cut itself in half. As it was coming around, it smacked the boom and tore that off the heli, but not before uh, bending a bit of the carbon fiber in the back where the boom attaches. 
And then the whole thing just fell to the ground. How volatile were the packs? <laughs> oh, the packs weren't the, the one pack was perfectly fine. It didn't do anything. And the other pack just kind of fizzled a little bit and smoked for a second. And then it was over. Uh, now I, I think part of that was because I landed in a gigantic puddle of mud, which is always <laughs> awesome. What and is so, up with you and mud? Yeah. yeah. Well, dude, that's where we live. Come on. You know, so that helped. So I lost a pack. I lost one of my 813 blades. And it turns out that the only other real damage on the helicopter, and when I say real, I mean unflyable damage, is that my main blade grips were bent. The little grip arms where the balls attached to. Uh, you know, I looked at it in a little bit more detail. The boom did get hit by the blade, but it was superficial. It just cracked some of the paint off. So that could be usable. And then on the backside of the airframe where it tore the boom out, the little nylon nuts broke just like they're designed to. Uh, but it did a little bit of superficial damage where it bent the carbon fiber. Probably could have been used again. But anyway, I took the opportunity to finish off the competition upgrade. So I basically got the skids, the new plastic skids, the competition boom and the competition frame sides. And so now my 770 is basically Sweet. fully competition. So the good news is, the good in parentheses bad news is, I also got sick this week. So I was home most of the week with a cold, got the parts, got that thing rebuilt. So crash and rebuild within like 96 hours, which I felt pretty good about. That's good for Justin. Record. Yeah, that's, yeah, absolutely, dude. Yeah. T-Rex. We got this DFC thing from Nick. I flew it last week, like I talked about on the show. I'm loving it. And I decided to put some bling on it. Those uh, those 800E Pro skids. Lifted off into a hover. And this thing, I think it was related to, to Ed's compass, dude. Because <laughs> it was shaking like crazy, man. I don't think I did anything else to it. Just change out the, the fin, the vertical fin, and the skids. So I had gotten, as of yesterday, I'd gotten as far as swapping out the vertical fin to, you know, systematically remove the new stuff and see what would happen. Without the vertical fin, it still shook, and then it started raining before I could swap it back to the stock skids. So hmm. we'll see what happens there, but if I do have to go back to stock skids, I guess it's not the end of the world. I need and, to point out something. Yeah, go ahead. With the 770? Yes. Uh, a friend of yours named Nick. Yes. Kept telling you over and over and over again when I was down there that there was a specific upgrade that you should highly look into doing. Mm -hmm. And what would that upgrade be, Nick? That upgrade would mm -hmm. be the KDE removable battery tray. Yep. You're right. You know and that's boy, right. Wait. Now, okay, let's go back to that. So... <laughs> Here's the deal. You're absolutely correct. If I have would the KDE have battery tray, it would not have happened. And it, it's funny because one of our listeners and my friend John uh -huh. Burton from California, he mm -hmm. had a 770 issue uh, this week as well. He crashed his 770. He has the KDE battery tray. So, you know, obviously it wouldn't have happened to him. But here's the deal. Had I been using my canopy, I may have been none the wiser. Okay, because even if the strap broke, 
chances are that battery wouldn't have had enough room to build up the momentum to pop through the canopy. That's fair. The the upside is I still have a canopy. I didn't have to buy a new canopy. <laughs> it still looks nice. <laughs> so, yeah, you're right, Nick. And with the T-Rex now and the fact that I can share the the or the KDE battery trays, the aluminum trays between the DFC and the Goblins, that's pretty huge because then basically I can interchange batteries across all of the helis. So, uh, you know, I Hmm. may, I may end up picking that up, but that was not the final blow. The final blow, and actually it was the initial blow happened Sunday night when while charging my packs up for my Monday lunch flying, I had used the, the dual power lab all Sunday, the whole day. Okay. It was back to back flying for like 13 flights, turn around, come home have some dinner, plug it back in, and the right side of the charger decides it doesn't want to work anymore. Completely dead. I swapped out wires. I checked the Mm. voltage with the DMM. I looked at everything. Doesn't want to work. So now I've got this dual power lab with basically one charger that works and then one growth on the side of it that's just adding weight (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and doing nothing for me. You got gremlins so, in the garage, man. Let the record show that Nick had none of these problems. <laughs> so all you guys that... I, I remember being in this spot where you guys were just hammering on me. What are you doing? What are you doing to your radio? What are you doing to this? Everything you touch breaks. Jeez, man. What are you doing to all this stuff? That This right here is exactly... What happens when you when you talk <laughs> crap like yeah. that? It's karma coming back to and, bite you. Well, hold on. I wasn't talking crap about the power lab. I was just talking crap about you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and this is what <laughs> oh, Okay, I just wanted to get that clear. <laughs> yeah. But you're right. So here's the deal. I mean, and, and this is my luck. I seriously need to go and play the lottery because I am that guy that has had a problem with a power lab. A yep. two-week-old power lab. Okay, I mean, this was a situation where seriously, I I called up progressive and said, guys, this happened. What should I do? And they're like, whoa, we like don't have problems with power labs. We don't know what to do. Let's get in contact with FMA direct, like the guys that sell the thing and maybe they can help us out. So it's, you know, okay, I understand. I'm not going to go bad mouth it because. I'm the one guy that got the faulty charger, but it does aggravate me a little bit. You know, you spend all that money, two weeks of awesome charging. I saw the light. I'm getting yeah, you just eight got or 10 minute charge it. times. And now I'm, I'm forced back to my crappy Hyperion. Well, and I, I think the, the good lesson learned here. And, you know, we were actually talking about this on my drive home. You know, regardless of uh, this is, this is exactly what happened to me with the radio. With the Futaba, you know, Mm -hmm. you know that that is an extremely reliable product. That's what it's rare that that sort of thing happens. Absolutely. And regardless of all of the reputation of it and what everyone else says and all of the how well I never had a problem with mine. None of that matters because at that moment 
yours does not work because yeah, it happened to me. Yeah, and I think that it is completely justified to let someone vent and be pissed. And you can't be like, oh, well, dude, yeah, we'll put the likelihood. It doesn't matter. And, and so I'm I'm taking Justin's side on this one. E- even if he is the only one to have one die, y- you know what? I-, I think it's a justified vent because it sucks. Yeah, it's... Hmm. <laughs> so, How's that Hyperion working out for you? <laughs> <laughs> Frustratingly slow. I will, however, point out, Dan... That this does give you the upper hand, but you better take mm-hmm. advantage of it because when I get that thing back, man, Dude. I think I hear excuses already. Yeah, I'm just. Oh no, there's no. Oh, I, I'm not. What I'm saying is, Dan has the opportunity to get closer uh, to me. Well, wait a minute. So that it's that much more painful when I take the blades off. Don't of you his have a nitro, Othello? I do have a nitro. I, however, have a field that's shut down right now. Because the weather's been so wet that it's muddy, and some D-bag decided to go and romp in the mud. I was going to say, aren't you a member of a club? Don't you pay to be in a club? Don't get me started, man. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> that and was a direct poke, on. <laughs> for the record. Yes. Uh, yeah, so, so I'm, at, basically, I'm at 109 flights. Wait, before you go on to the count, I just want to kind of... I want to just confirm you. You were pretty upset about this, this uh, power labs thing, right? Yes, because we well, we wouldn't all we the wouldn't, other things we wouldn't have been able to, to to gauge that by your text, your series of vitriolic texts. <laughs> <laughs> oh Thanks yeah, for clearing that up. Was I? Uh, yeah. Was I, I? I wasn't being subtle. You were. You were true, Justin. Form. I learned some new words. Yeah. We well, <laughs> as typically we do when Justin goes off on a rant. <laughs> Hey, but here's the thing. I recognized that it was a rant, right? Oh, yeah. I even said, okay, now that I'm done with the rant, or maybe that was the other topic I was ranting on. (laughs) Never mind. That was the other topic. I was going to suggest some Vagisil, but I felt like you were in too... Not not in the right mi- state of mind here or something. Yeah, that wouldn't have gone over I've cleaned a bit of the sand out, but there are a few grains (laughs) there I haven't been able to get at. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's still... Still a bit gritty. Yep. <laughs> so I'll live with it. It is what it is. Oh, God. 109 flights. Feeling good. Dude, I am so going to catch nice. you, man. Oh, feels good to know I'm going to get a new set of compass blades at Othello. You you may, but that, dude, there's a lot of time left. There is. Man. There is. Who knows? Like six weeks. I've got three yeah. perfectly flying machines right now. I, I will you've tell got a you, lot however, of shit left to fail, too. Well, hold on. No, well, that's okay. That's fair. But here's the deal. Let's just let's do some math. I get I've got six flight packs. That means I can fly six times per day, Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. not including weekends. That's thirty flights a week. Oh. That was my plan this week until all hell Whoa. broke loose. I just got. When did that happen? I mean, sure, we can talk about thirty flights a week, but when did that actually happen? <laughs> when did what happen? The 30 flights a week, Monday through Friday. It was supposed to start well, yeah, this week, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's been a bit of a change, too, on my front. I, I didn't go over this, but I feel it's imperative now that I tell you. Uh, our club has put, uh, well, given us the option to buy uh, storage sheds to put out there. They have to all be uniform in color and in, in the design. 
One of the old guys bought one. He's not using it. He has given me a key. And he told me, I can put my generator and some helis out there. Here's the, here's the beauty. It's right on the way home from work. Oh. I do not have to come home, get into my truck, and drive back to the field. I can stop there on my way home from work. Telling you, dude. All your stuff's there. I'm fine with that. My flying field is like 480 feet from my parking lot at work. Yeah, but will you have your generator there to charge up packs while you're flying? No. I can if I want (laughs) to. But you won't. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. Six flight. Dude, bring it. (laughs) It's been brought, I'm telling you. Bring it. I want want some uh, custom paint on my... Compass blades, by the way. Oh, I'll give you something custom on your <laughs> compass blades. Let's let's let's. Go. We should move uh, along. It may not be paint. <laughs> you sicko! Oh. I'll finger paint them up real good. Oh yeah. Oh. So who wants to go next? Who wants to go next? Let's move oh. on. Let's move. <laughs> Jesse, you're supposed to be the compass here, man. You're failing. Oh, let's see. All right, I got this. They carry most of your favorite major brand names. Rotary Wing RC. Batteries, blades, chargers, electronics, flybarless controllers, complete helicopter kits, parts and tools. Coming soon, Contronic ESCs. Rotary Wing RC. Great customer service. And if they don't have it, give them a call. Check back often as their website is constantly being updated. Rotary Wing RC. Keeping you airborne. Look them up today at www.rotarywingrc.com. So last week, much like you guys, I am not taking a no-fly card. Did anyone see that coming? Uh, No no no-fly. Have you ever taken a no-fly card? I have a couple in the collection, um, but yeah, not. I guess not. He too doesn't many, like so. to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those are dark there days. days. There's these couple dark, dark weeks where you know some stuff came up and couldn't fly. But no, but let's see. Last last Saturday, now this I did go out to the field, but I'm pretty sure you guys would be very disappointed. I only got in two flights. What? What? I know. I made. You know. I woke up. You I had even the, count I had the Was there a tornado? That's what it felt like when I was out there. Trip and fall on your transmitter or something? No, 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 no. So I I had the morning clear from like, you know, nine to about two. So I'm like, you know, I wake up, the weather looks clear, sunny, decent temperature. Now, I didn't really check the wind speed. I just started charging batteries and, you know, off I go to the field, load up the truck and here we go. Get out to the field and it's probably blowing 25 to 30 mile an hour base speed with gusts up to like 40. And see, the, it's it's really hard to judge from where I live to where I fly. The weather, you know, I'm, I'm basically in town, so the wind's pretty calm. I can walk outside, and it, it'll seem calm. But once I get out to the field, completely, completely different weather. So it was, you know, it was just way too windy. I mean, even, I don't know about you guys, but for me, when it's that windy where, you know, it blows your hat off your head, you're worried about your heli falling over when it has a battery in it because the wind might blow it over. I mean that that's really just too I don't it's it's not really enjoyable. I mean it's not like I'm I'm really not gonna progress when it's that windy. I'm not trying new maneuvers. 
I'm hardly doing the stuff that I'm actually comfortable with just because every time I put the disc perpendicular to the wind, it ends up 70, 80 feet away instantaneously. So, dude, dude, your reputation is at stake here, man. Justin, Hover I'm that not thing. done. I'm not. <laughs> so I sat out at the field six hours and hovered out 45 I hovered <laughs> 18 packs. <laughs> yeah. And it was a good hover because I worked in some nose in and some side in. And, you know. No. So it, it was two flights, two heli flights. I did do one multi-order flight, but two heli flights. And uh, I was like, you know, this, this kind of sucks. I got, got some homework to do. Maybe, maybe the weather will be better tomorrow and I, and I can take care of some other stuff on the to-do list for the rest of the day. And then it ended up raining all day Sunday, so that didn't really work out either. So, <laughs> But, as we had mentioned, the weather does know the weekend. Luckily, I beat that cycle. Because guess who has all Monday afternoon off? This guy. So I get Ooh. out of class, 1 o'clock. Beautiful sunny day. Wind down to about 5 miles an hour now, so that's virtually no wind here. And take off and go to the field get out there at about two o'clock and back to back flying i put in 17 flights dun dun Ooh. dun oh man yeah uh, i was kind of looking ahead a little bit too because i know my schedule for the coming weeks and same as last year I, i'm involved with the um, rc baja club here at wsu and so i don't know i mean if if you guys are going to catch me these, these next couple weeks if you capitalize on them I'm not going to be getting in a ton. So I, I knew this this Monday was critical just to get that last little jump. I think he's talking to Nick right now. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I'm listening. Yeah, I'm yeah very... it's like, dude, if if you're going to do it, I'm. this is advice. You know, it's it's right now. This is the time because, and I knew that. That was in mind on Monday. So I stayed out there for like four or five hours just going, more flights, more flights. I got to do this back to back. So it was, it was a good day. Got, you know, working on a little bit of new stuff. But mostly just trying to get the machines ready, still doing some fine-tuning on the Icon. And fun fly season is, you know, it's right around the corner. So really just trying to get back completely comfortable with the heli and get ready for some fun flies. Now, in addition to this, I may have done a little bit of wrenching this week. You don't but, You don't say. Yeah, So, but this wrenching was not due to a crash or maintenance or any damn. you know nothing like that this was <laughs> this was the good exciting adrenaline kind of wrenching there's a brand new heli sitting on your bench ready to be built dang love it oh yeah so as we had mentioned the synergy n7 how many flights you got on it oh man it's i don't got any flights yet it's how killing long, me uh, how long have you had it um uh, about eight days no flights yet you suck dan i'm okay <laughs> this is this is why this I'm is not my sure one if negative. you can yeah don't pack backpedal jesse it, this it is, is my, what it is dude you, Take you it. said you had bad move on oh man <laughs> take it rough rough crowd take it yeah seriously right. so this there there is something holding me up and this this kind of takes me off so i got the heli last wednesday immediately started the build wednesday night i mean I mean, I'm excited. I just tear the box open. Dude, he was on it. All those like, shiny parts. I literally had like an, an airframe sitting there Wednesday night. I'm like, sweet. Three in the morning. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's what we do, right? <laughs> Stay up till the sun comes up the next day and then go to bed for a couple hours and then get what you got to get done. 
So I, I place an order at a couple shops the next day and I'm, I'm waiting on a fuel magnet still. And I placed this order Wednesday night and the order was marked as shipped on Thursday. This would be a week ago from yesterday. And I selected uh, first class shipping on the checkout, which like I normally do for more, most orders, because most stuff will get here. If it ships out Thursday, it'll be here by Monday because it has the weekend um, to get here. And Monday rolls around. It's not here. So I go and I, you know, check the tracking number. Well, this shop does not use tracking numbers they for their first class option. Now, I had thought every time I ship something first class, I usually use PayPal to print the label off and it just, you know, you get free tracking. So I'm waiting on a fuel magnet that has been supposedly in transit for a week with no tracking. So wait a minute. So all you bought was a fuel magnet. A fuel magnet and two glow plugs and selected first class shipping. I mean, that should fit in a just a small padded envelope. Like a tiny envelope. Yeah. Yeah. And so I I called them and said, you know, hey, what's what's going on? And, you know, they obviously didn't have any tracking, but confirmed that it did, in fact, get shipped. And so, I, you know, I figured I'll, I'll give it till Monday. I'll give it one more weekend. Nothing's here by Monday then. I, you know, I'll talk to him, but it, I ultimately I'm going to end up placing another order and then worry about that one later. So it will get figured out. But as of right now, that is what's holding me up. That blows. Um, it does. You know, I'm yeah, extremely excited. Dude, if um, I had the N7 there, I'd probably just wad up a couple of cotton balls around the end of the <laughs> clunk and give it a go. Give it. <laughs> How would you just just wrap them? Rubber bands. Rubber you know band what, dude? At there? that point, that's just details. You, just I mean, de- string, duct tape, dental floss, tape, scrunchies. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> what you do? Just what say, you got to do, man. I mean, you, tooth floss. You got a ninety nitro sitting on your bench, and yeah, you're letting a a, a a fuel magnet hold you up. Do you well, have I, a, I didn't. You didn't, didn't even. I mean, why didn't you just fly it with the clunk? I feel like that's just asking for problems. And well, and I did not have so. Another, I, I didn't have the build completely ready. It Saturday would have been the only day I could have taken it out to the field. Um, it was not 100% ready to go by Saturday. I did the setup on Sunday. And so Monday would have been the first day to bring it out to the field. So it's not like there's a lot of missed opportunity here. So do not worry, though. It will mm-hmm. get flown. But. No, it's mm. it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a solid heli. Starting I, and to I question your wait. dedication so, there. Jesse. I have to agree. What do you mean? I'm just I'm just, yes. I'm just it's just objective Cannot. data. I'm just I'm listening. And uh, do you have a header tank laying around? No. What kind of you can you fashion those? a header tank? Is that like a balloon on the outside? Like just strap a balloon and fill it with fuel, <laughs> run it into the system. <laughs> like I said, dude, do what you gotta do. <laughs> just tape a balloon to the side of the. <laughs> Put two battery straps on it, though, not one. Yeah, not one. <laughs> Justin, what yeah, brand of strap yep. was that? I want to make sure to avoid that. It w- it was a scorpion strap. Ah, one strap. I got an idea. Let's hold in. Four no, two straps, dude. Strap. I had two straps. How how did that math work out for you there? <laughs> two. Did you run that not through CAD one. first? Yeah. Do a little. Yeah, uh, I did actually. You're right. It's probably sharp, stress analysis. Sharp edges on that SAB tray that did it. Yeah, no, stress it had nothing to do with the tray. It was just time. Mm-hmm. No, I so just, I, I needed to get it out of the way. 
Go ahead. I Jesse. have had a couple of people asking about my setup on the N7. So, as some of you saw the Facebook picture, I'm going to be running a, you know, the full size BK servo cyclic and tail, a YS91SR 3DS motor, and the full size V bar running the internal V bar gov on there. So, um, similar setup. You know, I'm familiar with the V bar. Extremely excited to try the full size BK servos. Man, I really hope that just sitting here talking about it, just getting all excited. <laughs> I really hope that fuel magnet so, comes soon because I'm gonna yeah have to fashion up something here. So, do you think you're gonna get your your flight count is going to increase, or your flight count rate is going to increase or decrease with this, Jesse? Are you gonna be getting uh, more flying in well, now because it's a nitro and you can just fuel and go? Currently, or... I'm literally I'm flying as fast as I can. I am maxed out at the field, so I. I the rate will probably stay the same. I am with my charging capabilities right now. Mm-hmm. It is back to back with, with four flight packs across two helis. Um, it's literally if if I wanted to zero breaks in between flights. Come back to the bench, unplug, plug in a new pack, and go. Okay. Um, so there there's not a ton of room to you know increase the daily flight count. I think I what I seem to be averaging is about seven when I'm really pushing it seven flights an hour. It's like. It's almost unavoidable to have a three, four minute break in between flights. Yeah. Um, you know, that that's just simply unplugging the, the fully charged pack from the charger, plugging in the packs that you just flew, sl- you know, loading the new ones into the heli and getting, you know, getting them loaded to go and walking back out to fly. There's your four to five minutes in between flights. So, I, yeah, I, I don't foresee. And, you know, I've, I've had a nitro out at the field with me, so it's it's not it's not new to have a nitro now. My nitro consumption, that is going to definitely increase. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I bet you it'll so. actually go down. Because let's not forget, he's got to, you know, tune, tweak, mm-hmm. tune, motor tune, that whole sort of a deal. So yep. this is all really going in my favor. But, uh, I mean, that's... I'll just stay that, Nick, I don't got commitments, man. I'll just stay out at the field longer. I know you will. Yes, thank, thank you for I'll reminding just stay me. You know, Dan, I actually, I kind of feel like Nick has gotten the shaft out of all this. Because let's face it, you and I both probably have a better chance of beating each other than Nick yeah. has of beating Jesse. You know I, what I, I mean? Would agree. Yeah. Well, I, I gotta, I, I'm willing to take it for the team just to hear... I mean, I really want this. Uh, I'm staying away from messaging Jesse on it. I don't. Mm-hmm. I actually kind of just don't want to hear anything about it until the review because, I mean, yeah, yeah, no. But I, I don't know. I say that, but then I kind of also want to get it in my hands to be able to give, you know, be to give my opinion on it. So I don't know. It's tough, you can you can touch I, it out of though. Don't worry. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna touch that thing. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! It's not leaving my sight. It's not leaving my sight. You cannot take that heli into your trailer, Nick. Make love to research. It. <laughs> it's research time. And then the the last thing, not not necessarily flying related. I I'm pretty proud of it. I I think it it was, it's pretty cool. So I have a, a shop class at school, and our school one project that we had for that class was to make a little keychain or like a key fob. And so, you know, the, the instructor is going over, we're, we're using Mastercam and going over how to write these uh, CNC codes. And the whole time the class is going, man, I think a WSU, you know, Washington State University logo would fit perfect on that circle right there on the, on the key fob. And I'm sitting there thinking, 
Oh, I think an RCHN logo would <laughs> would fit pretty well right there on the key fob. So posted it up on my Facebook, but did a little bit of uh, CNC work and made a couple custom RCHN keychain key fob deals. I don't know if you guys nice. saw that I or did. not. But Dude, I hope you awesome. got a C on that project, though. No. You well, know why? I, why is because that? you got the number wrong on one of them. Yeah, I guess. Did you? It was <laughs> my my what? shop. My, oh my god! It was supposed like... to be. Uh, it was supposed to be number four and number two. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah well, yeah. Ka- Kayla won. Kayla won on that one. So we got the yeah. number four and the number sixty-eight. I can assure you, she's willing to do a lot more to get that keychain than I am. So. <laughs> <laughs> and he went there. Uh, she wins. <laughs> I'll bow on. out of that one. <laughs> no, my my shop teacher asked. So, so are you gonna have to do the other uh, sixty-seven numbers? And I'm like, oh man, you have no idea. <laughs> yeah. I'm like that. How about the other like four or five hundred? <laughs> so, no, that was a little side project. You know, get a grade for school and do something, something cool. So. I don't. I don't know. I'm just a little curious what what it would, you know, what exactly would it take to get one? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was wow. Uh-oh. I don't know. I gotta hand it to you, Dan. That was pretty subtle. <laughs> yeah. I so, wasn't sure where you were going until just hypothetically like, you started just saying if, something. Just if someone mm-hmm. was willing to, not saying they are. What exactly <laughs> does it take? <laughs> nasty. All right, nasty, nasty. We can talk. <laughs> we'll, we'll chat after we get done recording. Yeah. Okay, so I guess that leaves Nick. Uh, Are you ready? I'm ready, dude. No fly. Oh, damn. Ooh, no fly. Dude, no fly. Nick, no fly. Oh, wait. Hey, hey Nick, one, yeah. one quick thing. So... I didn't mention that brings my flight count up to 186. Oh, shut up. Whoa. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Oh, wow. Nick okay. the no fly. Yeah. Oh, that stung. It's got a, that rings. That's got a ring to it. Yeah, that's that's bad. It is bad. I was on vacation. Hey, yeah. Yeah, you're lucky. I was in Las Vegas. You know, I actually attempted to uh, I I kind of ran it by my wife and <laughs> and got a a hesitant but a hesitant we'll see but not a firm no which meant I was willing to take the risk because <laughs> 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 I found it's easier to ask for forgiveness and permission to go to run over to the Las Vegas Fun Fly uh, but actually you know what. I guess that it was kind of a flop, dude. Like, it got really windy on Saturday. Uh, they close. They completely. And I'm just. This is going off of what I heard. I didn't. I did not go over there. I didn't get in until about four thirty on Saturday. And I guess they closed off the entire flight line hmm. for like two hours to do demos in the middle of the day. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. Like no one else could fly but the demo people, I think that that's that the impression sucks, I got dude. as well um, from reading the post on Facebook. Yeah, that's like huge buzzkill. 
That's that's fun fly one oh one. Do you close down the the main flying station? Absolutely for demos. I mean that's uh, Oh sure, yeah, yeah. And if yeah. no one else wants to fly and they want to watch, then more power to yeah, them. It's their choice. Yeah, their choice. But you cannot shut down the whole flight line for I mean, almost anything uh, if you really want to just keep any momentum for a fun fly going. Yeah. But yeah, so I guess after that, a bunch of people kind of bailed. And the kind of, you know, the rumors that I got was that, you know, it's at the point where the people that are still going have just kind of held on to it because it's Las Vegas. And it's like, oh, well, if the fun fly doesn't work out, we're still in Vegas. (laughs) 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 And uh, so I did not make it over there. Uh, We had, oh, man, we had some... We had a WordPress update problem oh, dude. with the website that what sucked. A mess. And I yep. I just swore I swore that I was not going to do anything on vacation but just vacation and it I mean a, a, a week before I left I I already knew that that whole plan just kind of went to crap. I got majorly behind um yeah, running around getting this, doing that. Uh we got some Pretty the last of the bits, uh, big bits, big 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 bits, uh, for our for the road show yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, we got the Bring subs, the power amps. So there was dealing with picking that stuff up and signing for it, and you know all that r- driving around after work and hats and oh this number was wrong and this one was crooked, so oh, I had to go back and I just went into the whole vacation way behind. And then with the with the website deal there, which Larry got all straightened away. Thank you once again, Larry. <laughs> um, but not before completely destroying Nick's will. Oh man! To do anything else. <laughs> so I'm sitting there. I don't even remember what day it was. Like Monday, yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I get up in the morning, and my family they are diehard pool people. It's like that's everything. Our whole vacations revolve around the quality. Of the pool where you're at. <laughs> so it's, you know, 1030, we're going to the pool, and they'll be there all day. And I'm like, well, I, I love to go relax down by the pool, but God knows I don't need to do it for eight hours every single day. So I opted to hang back up some quiet time in the hotel room. I'm like, all right, I'm going to get this, uh, the written portion of the Power Lab review finished, the dual Power Lab. Just typing away, and, nor- and you know, I know better. I do know better. You always write stuff on the computer in a different program and then copy and paste it over. I did not for some reason. So I'm sitting here just clattering away and I'm like, okay, I had got some of it done the day before, get it all up there and we're having major problems with the editor and it's just not working. So it took way longer than normal. And all of a sudden it's just like, boom, a solid hour, hour and a half worth of typing is gone. Mm. Oh, that, that is defeating. just defeating. <laughs> when you're That's on vacation, behind schedule, and trying to do something, and you get kicked in the nuts like that, oh man, what a horrible! Yeah, my phone learns. My phone learns some new words that day. Yeah, <laughs> I was. It was very. There's some very new words in the you're autocorrect. Messing up my autocorrect now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, but 
you know, got that done, got some other emails done, and and actually managed to, over the course of vacation, kind of get caught up. Uh, so we did get that posted for those who are looking to read that. Um, the the full written review for the Dual Power Lab is up. Man, past that, I am ready to fly. Like I'm I'm pumped. I'm excited. I totally forgot to order tail gears for the blade until today. <laughs> so I did that, but that's okay because I am just gonna go out and pretty much just nonstop fly the MD. I mean, I'm blade farting away. I got to send Justin's blades back to him as soon as I'm done. But I think I'm going to just keep trying to hammer on it as much as possible this weekend and and see if I can't get the flight portion of the review wrapped up. Now I'm kind of at that point where the majority of the tuning's done. Now it's just fly and have fun, which I like. That that does remind me I have to get a set of edge blades ordered for the planker fun flies that I plan on going to this year. <laughs> Absolutely, man. It's for the no, noise. Yep. No blades fart like edge blades do. It is completely God, true. The seven fifties are just a whole <laughs> just a Oh whole, yeah, dude. They take it to the next level. They really do. It, it's a whole different deal. I but, I used to have some eight um, thirteen edge blades. Ooh. I did too until this last Monday. <laughs> Justin did too. <laughs> yeah, we- uh, weird how that works. Now, so hopefully I'll get those. Uh, I will get the tail gears uh, in the blade here shortly. I don't have very many more flights to put on that. And then I will also be wrapping up the review on the KDE 700 XF G3 535 motor. That is ripping in there. Rock on, dude. Hey, Nick, those custom charging cases you've been putting together lately are awesome. But what would I do if I thought that was all a little bit too far over my head? Ah, oh, man, I got you. You're going to want to head over to Progressive RC and check out their charging case combos. These bad boys are ready to go right out of the box. And if you change your mind and end up feeling a little bit adventurous, Progressive also has all the accessories needed to build one yourself. Sweet, man. I'm going to head over to www.progressiverc.com today to check out my options. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I, I do have to give up. Thanks to everyone who... Uh, replied to our uh, Facebook post recently. Hmm. You know, we had gotten an email saying, hey, you guys need to show some 450s and 500s some more love. <laughs> and... <laughs> 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 Damn, Dan got to it before yeah. I could. <laughs> this is... You do it better than I do, This really is a situation <laughs> of <laughs> the reality... Uh, you are, despite what some people might think, you... Oh, come on. Seriously? Yeah. What you might think. How old are you, Justin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I expect it out of Justin. I know that. Trust me. <sighs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. It, it, we really are four complete individual people, and this is this is an inner battle. At this podcast, generally speaking, we agree on a lot of stuff. 
probably why it's lasted this long. I mean, one would say we kind of would have to. Mm-hmm. But we are very divided in this aspect. <laughs> Dan? <laughs> yes. I know. Dan, tell us quickly. Just One word. Quickly. <laughs> they suck. No, they not. suck. Okay. So, Dan, anything below 500 Doesn't sucks. exist, yeah. And even your even the five hundred at this point, exactly. right? Exactly. It's 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 there, you know. Okay, Justin. Yes, y- you're pretty close to Dan, correct? I one little level above, maybe. They have their place, just not in my fleet. Okay. <laughs> o- I see- mean, honestly, like I said before, it comes down to what I spend my time on and I don't have a lot of time to fly. And so when I do, I want to fly what I want to fly. Such which a, is that's a big such guy. a PC answer, dude. Yeah. Well, and then I just gave I you two fart sounds. Yeah. But then you came back with that <laughs> two. Yeah. Kind of makes your fart sounds meaningless well, to me now. I, well, what, okay. What do you want me to say? Don't Tell me they suck because you know, they do. I, no, I, 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 hold I, on. I, I, I ranted I, I, on this topic too, and at no point did I say they suck. Uh, I'm gonna have to go through my text because I think you did. Okay, go for it. <laughs> I'm not gonna go look through my text, right? <laughs> Jeez, I am. Yes, <laughs> because he thinks you said it too. Because I flat out told you I thought you were wrong. Yeah, you did. But that was a different that was a different thing entirely. Yeah, that wasn't to him saying they that, suck. That wasn't to me saying they suck. I absolutely think it makes sense for us to do something with the smaller helicopters. And I also recognize that there are a lot of people out there that fly the small guys and that do it because they either like it or because they can't afford the big ones. It's just for me it's just it's not an option. I've been there multiple times. Every time I say, you know what, I'm going to give a small heli a try, yep. it just turns out the same way. It's like, ugh. Yep. You know, <laughs> insert your favorite fart sound here. Yeah. Well, <laughs> for for myself, I actually look at it a little bit different. I enjoy it. I'm really missing my warp. I mean, big time. Yeah, but that's an anomaly, right? I mean, the warp, you liked it. I guess for whatever reason, but did you? No, no. And you know the reason why? I think I don't think that it was specifically the warp. I mean, I had I love the way the warp flew, but I, for me, the the six S three fifty millimeter bladed class, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call that, the new four fifties, it's just a whole different ball game. It completely changed the way that four fifty flies, and it really does turn it into. More of a, you know, like the T-Rex 500 class, in my opinion. And and I think that's, you can kind of see that because there just hasn't been a lot of, of four, uh, let's see, 425, yeah, 425 bladed helis out there. I mean, they're just, they're, there really hasn't. They kind of, a lot of people went to the true 500 size um, because these new little 450s fly so big. So I do really miss it, and I would like to to you know replace the warp. Um, it was never completely an intention to get rid of it. 
I know that Jesse kind of feels, you know, what what's your what's your take on it, Jesse? No, that thing still you know, it picks up a couple flights. I would say if I go out to the field two days a week, it's picking up four or five flights. For me, I mainly use it as from my you know, from my point of view, that heli, you know, let's say I'm working on a brand new maneuver. You know, if I can do it on the warp, that it is very, very likely that it is it is going to be a breeze on a 700 class heli. And so for me, it's that, you know, have a good time heli. It's, you know, you can fly it a couple feet off the ground, a couple inches off the ground. It's low stress. There's not a high crash cost that comes with it. And when you, you know, when you're going out there to learn some new maneuvers, I would have, you know, I would almost argue it's one of the best platforms to learn a brand new maneuver on because once you nail it on that and transitioning that up to a larger heli is just going to be a piece of cake. And so, you know, even, even guys that are flying all 700s, I still think there's a, there's a definite value there. So there's both, you know, you just start out into the hobby and you work your way up the ladder. So you hit the 450 class that way. But then also, once you get to the top, I still feel like it has value going backwards, too. Yeah. Well, there's it, it's a lot of work. There's a lot more work. I know a lot of guys that, you know, their 450 helis are the ones that get the most flights. Mm-hmm. And they bring their 600s, you know, out to the field. And, you know, they'll put a couple flights in on them. But they're, you know, it, it's a... It's a game well, of numbers. The more yeah. flights you put on a heli, the closer you are to crashing it, period. That yeah. that can't be, I mean, the sun goes up, the sun goes down. That's how it works. And I think they, you know, they savor their 600 flights a little bit more. Yeah. Well, so, and I think it all just comes down to a style thing. I hate working on them. I hate. Oh, dude. Yeah, working, working on I think, them does suck. I think everyone hates working yeah, on them. but I. Think there's a fair amount of pilots out there that make the exception because of budget reasons. Well, and I mean, another thing really... is Nick, if I was, you know, where you guys are going out. So whenever every time I go to the field here at school, it's to the same place. It's to my field that I can fly, you know, as big of a heli as I want. So that makes it a little tougher to grab the 450 because I, you know, I can grab any size heli. Yeah. But you know, let's say a couple years, full time job, lunchtime flying, like you guys are doing. Let's say that the field that's close to work isn't all that big. You know, there's a there's a lot of different applications where these helis can help you progress when you're not able to fly other yes. helis as and well. And that's exactly what I said in my rant today was if I was if I was not time constrained or I was space constrained, then it would be a completely different story. Now, personally, I don't think I would pick up uh the new 450 class or the 360 millimeter blades. I, I'd honestly be more interested in, uh, you know, like a true 500 class, yeah, like, like a Goblin, goblin 500 yeah. type size You're or something guy. like that. Yeah, there you of go. Of course. I got one. I'll sell it to you. But yeah, I, I knew that was coming. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, that. OK, so that that's fine. But. You're right. When when you're time constrained and you don't have a space issue, then. And I, and I don't discount the fact that it can help you progress. Uh, I I just think it's, it's well, one like of Justin. those things where it's very situational. And the people who, the people who have flown 450s only and never flown a big heli, 
they they don't have an appreciation for the differences between the sizes necessarily in terms of feel. And there may be a lot of people out there that have flown all the sizes and still think that 450s fly better. I'm just not one of them. I I don't think anyone's going to say they think that they fly better. I you know I I think that it's fair to say maybe there's some people out there that they just never get comfortable with that bigger size. Yeah. Right. Yes. I mean, it it took quite a while for me to get comfortable. You know, when I went from a 450 to a 600, it was like, holy crap. And that's why it all comes down to what makes you feel comfortable. And if that's what it is, then that's perfectly fine. I I mean, this is just my opinion. It doesn't mean that we're not going to talk about them. Yeah, no, no, no. And and like that day when I was down there at 60 Acres and we were just, I was so frustrated because that dad and his kid were out there flying model rockets literally straight out, right? And I was saying, this sucks, man, because I'm sitting there flying the MD basically in a straight line left and right. Extremely limited on what I was doing. I couldn't stretch it out. I would have loved to have a 450 because I could have put that thing down in front of me and just beat the snot out of it and done mm-hmm. everything I wanted to do and still get in a bunch of enjoyable flights. Yep. Yeah. So I guess the, the top-level answer is that, that we are kind of split on it. Um, it. It's not because we don't think they have value. I, I think they have a great value. Yep. And, um, you know, thanks thanks for bringing it up. Uh, I am I'm going to put some effort into seeing if we can't snag one for a review. We'll just see. You know, we we put up a Facebook post and got a a ton of comments and feedback which says that, you know, we're on the right track. We don't want to we don't want to ditch out on the new people or anything like that or or the 450 500 guys. Um we'll try we will try to get what we get the most feedback for. But that doesn't always work. You know, some some manufacturers uh, see the value in reviews. Some do not. We'll just see. But uh, thanks for the feedback, though. I appreciate that. Oh, I was just waiting for you to get done talking about 450s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only kidding. <laughs> And this is what we have to yeah. deal with. <laughs> Constant battle. You know, the thing about it, and I just want to interject this, maybe the reason I'm not a big fan of the small helis, because you guys, you know, you're talking about how the intimidation factor. I started on a 600. Well, they called them 50s back then. And immediately went to a Bergen gasser with 800 millimeter blades. Mm-hmm. So I never, I just never really flew small helicopters because they didn't really have small. Oh, they had the four fifties, but I just wasn't interested. I did have a. I told you guys this story many times. I did have an Axe four hundred. Yes, you did for like seven seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and I mean, there's just I think there's you know there's a fair amount of good ones out there, and it's it's probably time to not forget the roots and and go back and and. Uh, mm. Can we start talking about multi-rotors then, too? Nope. Why? I think that's fair game. <laughs> Not. No, we're even. still talking to helis. Wait a minute. Close. Wait a minute. Jeez. Nick. Nick. Can't forget about Dude. the folks that like to fly multi-rotors. I, I'll give you your two fart sounds, your two obligatory fart sounds, but that doesn't mean we can't talk about multi-rotors. 
<laughs> I didn't say we couldn't talk hey? about them, but they're not in the same class. Not even close. Well, but neither is a 450. Sure it can. But it a can do everything way a behind a 450. Hey, guys, let's do some news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's two. I think it's about that time we should do some news. Yeah, we better. <laughs> yeah. So, guys, got a question for you. Where is your one-stop shop for high-powered motors, upgrade performance parts, and, of course, some sexy bling for nearly any model of heli? Definitely KDEDirect.com. That's right. So whether you want to turn your heli into a performance machine or you just want it to stand out a little bit, visit KDEDirect.com for all your upgrade needs. All right, guys, this week's news is brought to you by HeliDaily.com, your daily RC helicopter news magazine. What do we got for news this week, Nick? Hey, guess what? What? The the monstro's out. <laughs> Whatever. No. Not not. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> they made an announcement. We're happy to announce the monstro is being released. Production kits are being sent to the rep pilots, and we're getting ready for shipments to customers. We're getting ready. Ready. Yeah. What have they yeah. been doing? Customer shipments <laughs> could start this week or next week at the latest. Or we thought we would start shipping today. But we decided to incorporate some last-minute suggestions. <laughs> yeah, that was my favorite part. That and the fact that there's a period between the March 31st and a but, which is incorrect. And yes, that crap does bother <laughs> yes, me. Yes, it does. But, yeah. but we decided to incorporate a last-minute suggestion from a building session last Saturday to make it easier to do some setups. Yeah. I don't know. Do we think this is real? No. We don't. It was at Vegas. I mean, that is a real yeah. heli on the bench there. That, that is. You can that see in one the heli was there at Vegas. That one in existence prototype. Heli. You know, that, and that is the, I'll be honest, that's the scary part. I mean, they go through right here. As some of you know, we spent this last weekend in Vegas with our factory pilot, Jason Bell, doing some final testing of the production kit. Kit. Singular <laughs> 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 kit. Uh, oh, You're pointing out that there's no plural. <laughs> there, they made yeah. one production kit and tested kit. it. Yes, there's no S there. And, and I, we I mean, built a final production kit on Friday and Saturday and flew it on Sunday. Yeah. But there was high winds, which, you know, there was. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. Good <laughs> luck, though, you poor suckers on the first run. <laughs> <laughs> We're really giving Avant hell on well, this. Well, we have to. You know they what? deserve it. Yeah, Ever so often, so I sort of feel bad about it, I'd... like it's not justified. I feel really bad about and it we're until gonna get I realize some hate it's mail, still not but... there, yeah. so then I don't yeah. feel bad about it. Do you want to know who I feel bad about? I feel bad about all the people who are really wanting or interested in that heli, but are being scammed into buying pre-production kits. Or pre or pre, post. That's what I'm looking for here, guys. Public beta. Yeah, exactly. They're buying. They're They're like sending <laughs> yeah. money. For kits that don't exist. Pre-order. Now, hold on. It, it, so, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt for a second. Are they giving you a, quote, introductory price? Does it matter? <laughs> if they're charging you for money for a kit that doesn't exist? Yeah. 
Well, I, oh, I thought get you were getting heartache. at that once the <laughs> yeah, baby does exist, it's still going to be a problem. All right, but do we have do we have any history to point fingers that they've never at least you know refunded money or come through? I, I don't know about that, but we do have a plenty of history to, to suggest that. So I don't I don't know if it's fair to use the word scam. No, oh, I, I agree. Don't with that. It, it's not. Oh, no, no, no. No one's saying scam. Well, I, I, I did. Dan said scam. I did. Oh, you did say scam. <laughs> I did, but okay. I'll retract that word, but at the same time, let's go back and revisit the Avant Aurora. Yeah, mm, the Aurora yeah. did have a troubled, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. life. <laughs> yeah. Existence. I mean, okay. can you even buy an Aurora anymore? If, you're, if you find somebody that happened to be one of the lucky 10 that got one. That hasn't crashed theirs yet. Or didn't build it because they couldn't get parts. Uh, that yeah. sucks, So, Torx. We're moving Torque, on. They've, moving on. They've been a little quiet. Torx got some new servos coming out soon. Uh, no specs out on these yet, but wow. So, we've got the BL9180s and the... B- oh, wait. Excuse me. BL9180 was the old one that this is kind of based off of. Uh, this is the new Torque BL9280 and the BL9288HV coming soon. These are nice looking. Dude, Ooh. that is a sharp looking servo. I believe they used the word sexy in all they caps. They did use the oh, word sexy. Yeah. Uh, very nice. It'll be interesting to see the specs on these when they come out. I'm just going to keep clipping through here. So let's see. We've got... KD, once again, this whole G3 line of motors is coming up. They're coming up fast. They're filling in the gaps. And, man, they got some serious momentum to them. Uh, We have now, we've got the 550XF 1200KV G3 motor. So this is going to be for any 500 through 600 class helis. Uh, obviously, with the 1200 kV, we're talking about like a 6S setup. Uh, I can't, I don't want to say because we're not finished with the review yet. But. But you're going anyway. I, th- I just don't foresee anyone being not happy with a purchase of one of these motors. How about that? It works. I like it. I would. I would be very surprised. So I'm going to leave it at that. But, um, yeah, go, go give these things, you know, just check them out. Go over, look, watch the videos. They put out so many nice videos showing all the features of them and the quality. I'm going to have a bunch of pictures in the review. You know, I, I kind of want to say they're, they're just a different class of motor. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. I'm comfortable with saying that without letting too much out. They really are in a different class. And, uh, yeah, it's awesome to support. U.S. based companies, and you get that KD quality. So, win win. Yeah, yeah. Our, huh? It's a win win. It is a win win. It really is. Okay. T Rex 700E. DFC. This is so funny. Speed I fuselage. Just, why is everybody using that word because of the camera? Uh, because it looks fast on the bench. Shut up. <laughs> It does look oh, fast whatever. on the it bench. It does. I got it. I like a, it, but let's stop calling canopy. It's the fastest looking T Rex Forza you'll ever see. 
The T Forza. That's it. That's the T Forza. <laughs> it's a it's a G Rex. It's a G Rex. <laughs> this, yeah. this whole speed thing. I, I'm not against the whole speed thing, but speed helicopters are specifically designed for that. Just because you put a different canopy on a helicopter doesn't make it a speed helicopter. No, it does not. And this was, you know, I okay. Well, I think this is similar to a line's amazing English with the shapely frame stiffeners. Yes, the shapely and the happy stiffeners. endings. No, it was stiffers. And the stiffers. <laughs> it wasn't frame yeah. stiffers and the happy endings. Oh yeah, endings. The, you're right. The shapely frame stiffers. Yes, yeah. and happy ending. And happy ending. <laughs> you know, looks wise. Now, it looks fantastic. I, I do want to do it. It looks like it's sandwich. moving pretty fast in this video that I watched. Yeah, in the video that we got up here, Kenny Coe's flying, and it's, I mean, it looks great. It is just a cover. It replace. It looks like there's no boom supports, so the boom supports get removed. This slips on over everything, bolts down, canopy goes on. It really does seem to be a pretty good implementation of aerodynamics. Um, they gave a weight on it, but I didn't have time to look up and like actually compare. Okay. If you take boom supports off, nothing stuck out like, holy cow, this thing is super heavy. It's 460 grams total, total. Yeah. But I think canopies are usually to 250. They could. Yeah. Yeah. Depending on how heavy it is. So. You know, I don't know. We'll we'll see how the quality is when it comes out. I I think it actually looks really good. It's you know, it, it's pretty blatant. It's cheesy because it's such a just such a copy. But you know, kind of what the word that's going around is people are pumped. They like it. They like the way that it looks. Well, so, and the other thing is, I mean, look, it's you know, it's a it's a take on the goblin theme. Jr's doing it. Avant's doing it. Yeah. Align's doing it. Before you know it, we're going to have fuselaged helis all over the damn place. Yeah. Yep. Do you want to know one thing I'm getting tired of? Is what? the Facebook news feed just being plastered with this canopy? Have you guys? Oh, man. They, they yeah. put pictures up and, you know, you got all the Align pilots sharing it. Then you get... All of the guys that have the heli sharing it's it, it got overload, dude. It got spread around. It did. Yeah. I mean, there's, and hey, you know, we're gonna say that a line's not doing it right when they're still selling a ton. I'm not gonna say that. I don't know if they, they know put, what they're doing. They come out with one for the nitro. I'd probably try it. Yeah. Well, and I don't know if you saw in all of those news posts, Dan, like the details of how it attaches. I did. But it does look pretty It sweet. does. I like the way it looks. I, mean, I said that when we were making job. fun of it a few episodes ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, man, I think it looks sharp. Well, that, that's, uh, I'm cutting it short for the news this week. That's all I got. I don't got no news. Anybody else got any news? Oh, I got, I got some, a quick. Uh, oh, Jesse! Fight to the death to see who goes please, first. Please, by all means. No, I was just. I just had to point out. Nick missed some KDE news. Did I? Yeah, we got some carbon <laughs> five seventy upgrades, which is you know extremely quick considering this heli just came out. So, looks like from KDE we got a new aluminum sixty sixty one bell crank lever. And landing gear supports for the Goblin 
570. So this is going to replace the injection molded stock parts. And it seems to be a direct bolt-on replacement. So no more snapping those landing skid supports, you know, from the stock kits. Nice. So they're taking care of that right out of the gate. So KD is on it with this one. They seriously have every I mean, this has been out like that goblin. Two every weeks, goblin. A week and a half. It, yeah. Not been out they, very long. They even have battery trays, Justin. You're right. <laughs> I may I may uh, actually try one. They probably don't fly out. Huh. Yep. Huh. Yeah, weird. But All right, anyone else? I actually yes. I, I I actually do have some news, but go ahead, Justin. Okay. I lied to really you guys quick. earlier. I do have some news. We talked last week I think about the Toledo Week Signals uh RC show in Ohio this weekend. And we talked about Gowie's G-Power announcement. And sure enough, we have, and I don't know whether this is just a mock-up or a demonstrator or if it's a, you know, a sign of things to come, but at the G-Power tent, they had on a heli stand an 800-sized Gowie-looking helicopter running their new four-stroke F-50 gas motor with onboard generator and auto start capabilities. And it weighs in at 25 pounds. It may, but <laughs> if you look at it though, dude, it's it's it doesn't look too bad. I mean, this is and this is why it makes me wonder because you look at the airframe and it has a gowy looking airframe. Yeah. It's ultra thin on the top and then they have like the two-piece bottom part where it expands oh, that out is to support all the gowy. Yeah. That's yep. what I'm saying. Like are what they are just they- what are they targeting? What here? are they thinking? I don't know. I'm very curious though. AP? It could be, but they've got spin blade matte blacks on it. Because they look cool. Hmm. And that might be it. But who knows? Hmm. I mean, and, and if you follow the link we'll have on the show notes, it, it's basically the G Power Facebook page. And it's not just the, these couple of pictures of the 800 heli. But they've got an awesome picture of the G Power F fifty with like a cross section, a cutaway, so you can yeah. see the internals with the valves and all the mechanics there. Mm-hmm. It's just really freaking sweet. They have the the auto start gearing system. So yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I'm I'm getting excited. Well, <laughs> Uh, our friends at Random Heli, I don't know if you guys saw this, and I don't know how long they've been available, but I just saw them recently, and I thought it was kind of cool. Oh, dang it. You are so correct. <laughs> For you goblin guys, see, look, I use uh, the skid clamps from Random Heli. I love them. I use them, and they've been fantastic. But they were limited to tube-style landing uh, skid pipes, right? Mm-hmm. They have come up with a skid clamp for virtually every goblin made that is specifically designed to hang your goblin much like you would hang your other helis with the with the skid clamp. Looks really nice. I actually have ordered a couple pairs of them. Oh dude, I need to get some of those. Dude, they work yeah. they work so good. I wonder if they'll work on the speed midget uh gear. Oh, the gimp, the 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 gimp, the gimp legs. 
Yeah. I bet you they won't. Tyrannosaurus arms. <laughs> Anybody else have any news? There, or is that it? How are yours holding up, dude? Oh, dude, they're fantastic. They've I've bounced that heli down the highway and not no fatigue. They are just like they were when they're fresh. They they still click in real tight. They're fantastic. Th- those are just it's the perfect solution for a clean hang of your heli. I mean, it's just, it's really nice. They really work well. You, you don't just use them for hanging, right, Dan? Can't you, like, you can bolt them down to, like, a a flat surface to transport them, like in your car or your truck bed, yeah. too? Yeah, you can put them in any yep. orientation you want. I use them for hanging them in my trailer and transporting them around wherever I take my trailer. Right. Fantastic. They they are a little, you know, you're looking at another, what is it? I think it's 26 or ish, 26 or so dollars. But man, that, that peace of mind, knowing that when I open my trailer door, I'm not going to have a heli on the ground, on the floor of the trailer like I have had in the past, is nice. It's clean. They're nice. They work fantastic. Sweet. And here's the here's another thing too, and I you can actually replace the top part of the clamp should it start to get weak. It won't unless you abuse it or miss, you know, don't quite clamp it right. Or or have it for 30 years. Yeah, you can just replace it. You can replace the top part. So, or if you... I did have a bit of a problem, and that's when I was... um, I think I traveled up to Kalispell, and some guys were helping me. They weren't familiar with the design or how how to use them. And I did have a couple end up starting to twist off because they they stressed them. Um, I just had gotcha. to replace new tops. That's it. Nice. So Sweet, dude. Yeah. That's it. That's all I got for news. Anyone else? We got it? That's it. This week's news? To- oh, Jesus. I swear to God. Why are you always interrupting me? <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> This week's news is brought to you nope, by HeliDaily.com, your daily RC helicopter news magazine. You know what that is, Jesse? That's professional. <laughs> Concentration. That's skill. So, Dan, how you liking that electric power? You know, Nick, I am enjoying the electric power. And I got to tell you, even a guy that's an advanced sport flyer like myself, I can tell you that the difference is very noticeable. And the only thing I can say... This is Ace batteries. They are leaving the other guys green with envy. It's always a pleasure whenever Rachel Plant comes and hangs out. We learn about a new maneuver. We're going to call it the plant. You guys will learn about <laughs> it here in a second. So here is Rachel Plant. We sure hope you guys enjoy this interview. We'll be back in, well, about an hour. Roughly thereabouts. <laughs> What's going on? Is it's five a.m. Oh, it's you, like, you, oh you know what? nothing's you, going on, but lots going on in the UK. Well, first of all, I have to address. You complained about this last time. Enough is enough already. Remember, complained you complained about what the, the time. time? The time. I'm just going to move to Canada and be with you guys. Canada. <laughs> <laughs> you mean be with Dan? Yeah, yeah be with Dan. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's it. Then the you one can with all both the snow. drive across the border and buy all the milk from Nick's Costco. Yep. 
that's the one. Hey, anyway, what is it with you guys and all the snow? You just got snow everywhere at the no, moment. No, 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 no. Has it gone? No, no, it's not you guys. It's Dan and uh, Jesse when he's in school. Nick and Justin. A little bit here. They, they, uh, they don't know snow. We you know what? I will take while. the snow over the rain. <sighs> we got. We had the month of. Was it must have been February? We had 47 inches of snow. Yeah, but not like all at once. You could still no, like fly. No, in that in those 28 days. Think about that for a minute. That's a lot of freaking snow. No, yeah, I can't think about 48 inches. That's just too much. Yeah. Well, anyway, let's talk about helicopters. That's why you're here. That's good. What have you been doing since you were on last time? Flying. Flying what? What are you flying? Flying the Synergy. Uh Trying to get to grips with the N7. Oh, I thought you were going to try to remember what what model you were flying. This energy. Hey, come uh, on. Uh, and I'm flying. A, no, I can't say that. <laughs> no, no, no. I have my practice machine as well. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you know that. The other one. The other one. Yes, yeah, the Raptor. Oh, oh damn. Said that, didn't you said I? It, you did. You said it. I did say it. <laughs> Still so, rocking the Raptor. You, uh... Any controversies lately? Anything, uh, you know, stirring up any I'm trouble? I'm sure you'd like to remind me of one or two minor issues. <laughs> <laughs> I knew there was a reason she fit in here. Oh, Ray. yes. Yeah, I know you guys. Rachel, I know where this is going. Rachel is the lipo smasher. Oh, yes, I am. Hey, wasn't it good, though? It was fun. Didn't it, it, like a didn't fun it video go video. up? <laughs> It looked like a fun video to me. Lesson learned. Yeah. Don't you know. axe the lipo. But I'm, I'm guessing you haven't <laughs> haven't done that since. At least not on video. <laughs> actually, no, I haven't. Uh, amazingly enough. So I think it, it did it actually really surprise even me <laughs> as to how they do go up. I was like, whoa. Huh. Well, Didn't quite expect flames like that. I don't think they all go up like that, do they, guys? I mean, some of them just kind of... Fizzle out, right? I think just most depends. of them, if you hit them with an axe, they will. Ah, we yeah, shot if they're fully charged. We we shot one go. with a three fifty seven, and it just sit there and the, smoke. Was it fully charged? It was about half charge, storage charge. Yeah, if yeah. it's fully charged, if it's fully it's pretty charged. violent. Well, that's odd you say that because the first one wasn't, and it went up the best. Huh. Hmm. The second Maybe you just one really was. gave it a good hit, Rachel. Yeah, you're just. Oh, it took about five, actually. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a first-time hit before it did that, but you do learn. And, of course, we all know it's a bad thing right now, don't we? So We do. So let's move on from that. I just wanted to give you a little bit of guff over that. No, that's cool. <laughs> it's fine. So you're still flying the Synergy. You mentioned that earlier. The yes, N7. The almighty N7. Oh, yeah. Tell us about it. Oh, it's re- really good. Uh so really good, I think about fourth flight, I stuck it right into the ground. Did you see that video? Oh, man. I, I did. I did see that video. You, you liked it so much, you smashed it to bits. I did smash it to bits. Huh. Actually, it took it well. Frames were perfect. I was like, oh, no, this is going to hurt so bad. And uh, it was just boom and blades. Oh. That's all it was, really. I was quite surprised. I did that once with a Raven, just totally destroyed it. I mean, like, engine out the frames. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, Raves, yeah. 
Raves are good as long as you don't crash them That's on the exhaust right. side. <laughs> don't put them on the exhaust side. Raves are good as long as you don't blow too hard on them. That's the one. <laughs> hey, now, I know how to crash, and mine didn't take it that bad. Well, I, you know, I, I should kind of clarify that. I, I come. My experience with the Rave was with the, with the Rave 450. Oh, that's Ooh. a different world, oh, man. Oh, man. You, you even scare the tail with the ground and those blades. Yeah. Those things that's... strip, man. It's like, oh, you're too close. <laughs> that's the one. I had one of those. It looked awesome. And fly it in the snow, put the tail down. Oops, tail years. Oh, yeah. They were micro Every gear. They time. were like super fine, like 400 grit sandpaper. <laughs> you know what I mean? They were just teeny. So, oh. but, uh, you know, it is what it How is. How is the N7? I, I want to know. I want to yeah, know <laughs> where you're at on it. Yeah, I want to know. Try I want to see what I got it. I've got a big problem with the V-bar, and I'm just not getting on with the V-bar at all. It's, uh, I never found out what the problem was. I had trouble with the Rave, same thing. Just loading so bad. Try and do TikToks with it, and it didn't matter how gentle you were, it, it would just load. And I know it's a problem with the the setup not with the heli but uh i've got a cure for that it's an easy cure i can't throw the v-bar away <laughs> icon icon's good let me guess yeah. vortex vortex oh it might be yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know if you guys heard this but everybody in florida is switching over to vortex absolutely yeah. oh yeah really oh, are yeah. they going there Oh, of course you have they to. Are. You have to. If Bert goes to Vortex, the, you go to Vortex, or you the lose your driver's passed. license. <laughs> yeah, the law, yeah. Vortex and Goblin. Yeah, that's the combo. Has it really got anything to do with Bert? I thought they were all following Courtney because she'd got one. Uh huh. Bert, well, who? Well, that's interesting. I don't know. I don't. Courtney was flying it before Bert, wasn't she? I think. I so. think she might have yeah. been. I think I'm going to stick with Icon for a while. What can I say? I think you should stick with whatever works for you. Beast X? The original maybe, 3 Maybe. The original 3G? <laughs> maybe. 3G. <laughs> 3GX, come on. That thing there rocks. There you go. <laughs> no, I, Rachel, I totally know where you're coming from because I've been flying the V-Bar. I got one, and me and Jesse actually swapped. And uh, it's, it's, it's not bad awesome. by any means. It's just a. It's not exactly good, but <laughs> well, no, you can hear it in his voice. Awesome. He's like, it's "How different. far do I want to go with this?" It's just very different to tune, and mm-hmm. I, I'm just not. I'm not quite sure if I'm if I'm totally digging it yet. Nick, so I what's think that you're flying now? Is that Viber? Uh, I normally fly Icon, but I I tried. I switched two helis over to Vbar to give it a fair shot. Nick, if I recall, your your major complaint was that it, it flew too much like the sim. I mean, I'm not I'm not so so sure that's a that's a huge <laughs> negative. To the that V-bar. wasn't the complaint I was hearing when I was flying with him two weeks ago. No, <laughs> no, I, the tail's just a guy. It's a bastard to tune. Really, so. you guys have been saying that. Now I've not had that. The tail just works on hmm. V bar. Yeah, but that's really see, high also... gains, like above a hundred. On something like a BLS two five one, or the is it the two five six HV? Yeah, no mm-hmm. problems at all. Never a hint of a wag. It's locked. Just don't have a problem. Uh, well, maybe it's because I'm I am using the V bar electric governor too, which can add a whole whole other bunch of fun bits into mm-hmm. the tuning. But it's it's getting close. It's getting. Close. Having said that, you guys have to realize I don't fly 
that hard. It's my flying style's quite smooth, so that yeah. could be why. What I'm saying is, I'm crap, so uh, you know, no, no. <laughs> I'm not no, doing no. them backwards hundred mile an hour hurricanes. Just oh, not happening for me. So, well, speaking of of flying like crap, did you enter something? Oh, I've entered one or two things. I always get dragged into these things. Uh, I've got a couple of good friends I fly with, Joe Bailey and Peter Fawkes, and we sort of uh, wind ourselves up into entering things that maybe we shouldn't. But, yeah, there's a few. Would you like a list? I would love a list. Absolutely. Well, I suppose I've got to mention, well, I have to mention Zone. Not in Zone, because Zone's a big one, but that's happening very soon. I think that's Mm -hmm. like the... uh, 25th of may so that's really close now Mm. but that's a biggie i think we've got quite a lot of american pilots in that this year i'm not sure but somebody mentioned nick maxwell was in it oh Um, give it to him everyone else can go home it's it's over it's (laughs) yeah one flight pack your bags go back home (laughs) (laughs) that type of give it to him or hey you, you never know his own it's uh it's a it's, it's different it's competition, different, isn't yes, it? It, is. yeah. it takes one flight. Yep. Yep. One bad flight. One something going wrong, and that's it. Pack your bags. Hmm. But you know, so we got zone. But of course, I'm not in zone. As I say, it's like that's like super professional. Are, are, you, are you going? One. Are you going to go there and watch? Oh God, yeah. Yeah. Two rights. Uh, they have a practice field where you just turn up and fly with anybody, and and that's really good fun. Particularly come like the the night time when they all get a bit mad, start flying in the dark, and uh, you'll usually have uh, Duncan Boisson flying to a torchlight or a spotlight or something, and that goes absolutely nuts. Mm. To be honest, I think that bit's better than the event sometimes. <laughs> 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 they ought to just film the Saturday night, bring that on. Yeah. But no, we, we've got like a rook of things going on in the UK. It's mad this year. Considering we started the year and there was a doubt over air, which is a big one for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was no information on HeliFest, uh, which is now HeliMasters, uh, sort of UK, but not the same HeliMasters as Venlo. It's the same people, but a different format because uh, that's a bit too professional for us in the UK. But I say we started without any news on those, and then bang, suddenly they're in. They're here, you know, and it's like, oh, wow. So that's two more to the diary this year. And we've got an entire new league, something called F3N. Uh, It's been running for a couple of years, but hasn't really had a huge interest. But that's more set manoeuvres things. But this year it seems to have been uh, sort of taken over by a couple of new people. There's uh, Julie and Dave Fisher, their husband and wife, and they seem to have revamped it, and there's been a lot of interest in that. So I think that could be a good one. Is that like a precision flying then? Uh, Well, no, it's not like F3C, but it's a bit more than... You've got sort of Air and Helifest, their competitions to music, whereas uh, F3N has got a music round, but it's got a freestyle round as well, and it's got set manoeuvres. So it's a bit more set manoeuvres based, ah. uh, which means technical. Yeah. Set manoeuvres fills me with dread. And <laughs> apparently there's there's eight of them we've got. Well, you haven't got to do. You could do what I'm going to do, which is the same four twice, because I can only do four. But, you know, 
it's 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 got a good buzz to it this series and hopefully it'll be good because it's sort of like a more serious competition but still with a fun element because we've still got the music round and you know that's my thing i like the music flying mm-hmm. it's it's way more interesting than uh watching the day of set maneuvers so you know but yeah loads of stuff going on just literally tons of it so i think the first one that i'm in is uh i got an f3 end round on i think this is 11th of may weather permitting because we never know what we're going to get this year but hopefully that'll happen and then we've got uh helifest which is western park and that's the heli masters competition as well which was what was air last year now that's complicated that is complicated it- Oh, yeah, because it's sort of, there was a bit of a split between the people that ran it. Uh, I don't know why, I don't know the stories to it all. But we've now got two big music competitions. We've got Heli Masters in June, and uh, I think Bert's coming to that. I'm, again, not 100% sure, but that was what I was told. And then we've got Air, which is in July. So That's a lot of events for a little place. Oh, God, it's mad. Plus, on top of that, we've got, like, all the fun flies, all the normal ones. Um, How many fun flies do you guys typically have? Like, around here in the Pacific Northwest, we get, you know, once a month or so from May until October. Well, it sort of feels like every weekend. Uh, But realistically, I suppose it averages out to every other. But it literally is pretty heavy duty this year. June and July are mad this year. And it is virtually every weekend. There'll be like smaller competitions like the grassroots, which is a really good one we have in the UK. I've done the grassroots twice. Uh, they wouldn't let me do it this year. I don't know why. I think they think they I'm too good. Well, do I don't it? know where they got that from. But <laughs> Is it what kind of competitions are they? Are they all 3D competitions, Rachel? Or are they some more precision flying or scale flying or what? Well, we used to have F3C, which was the precision one, and that mm-hmm. over the years, in fact, I think it's still going on, but do you know what? I'm not so sure anymore. That was real precision, and they were amazing pilots, but it just sort of F3N, which is the more 3D type, that just seemed to outgrow it, and I'm not even sure whether F3C is running this year. Uh, I don't think so, but as I say, there was enormous skill in F3C. It just wasn't as interesting in this country. This is to watch, to fly. It mm-hmm. was interesting. But, you know, in this country, we seem to be going more for the music events now, which is a lot more crowd friendly, you know, a lot more. I mean, for example, Air and Heli Masters, they're two flights over a weekend. That's that's it. Two flights, one flight on the Saturday, one flight mm-hmm. on the Sunday to music and you push as hard as you can, or you make it as graceful as you can to the music, but they're all about crowd appeal. And See, of course- I like that idea a lot, doing the music-type competition, because I feel like, I don't know, for me personally, after watching, say, a dozen or so flights at that kind of skill level, it just gets boring. Uh, you know, yeah. call me crazy, but when you put music, it adds a, it adds another dimension to it. And then it's not so much about how hard can the guy fly, but now they've actually got to sort of choreograph it to music, which is a skill of its own. And I think it, it just, it goes together better. Yeah. 
see i think so i think with the music stuff it's it is the package the whole thing and that's why i've predominantly done quite well in the past in my baby group what we call sports uh both years i've done well at air and a lot of it is down to the music you pick and how you fly it not mm-hmm. whether you can pirra flip on a dime and you know an inch off the floor it's about the whole thing but it's quite emotional really flying to music a lot of it is going with the emotion of the music and if you can pull that off i mean we've got some good pilots that can do that in the uk uh you you can do quite well with that and of course the big thing is it's fun and that's what it's all about it should be fun every time i fly in a competition i'm not interested in doing well in the competition i want the crowd to enjoy it and if i stick it in i stick it in big deal you know it's what i work for it's what i what i pay the bills with it's it's the way it goes so I think the poor old N7 might get a bit of a beating this year. <laughs> mm. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, you know, certainly, like I say, I've just got to get that dialed in. I'm not feeling it with V-Bar at all. And I know it's the setup because I've been here before, but I just, I can't put my finger on it. I'm going to give it one more go on V-Bar just because I don't want to give up on that. But uh, I'm waiting for v- version three on the Vortex and I hear big things on that. So... I think that's going to be the one to go with. But again, for me, that that's a feel thing. We were on about fly bar lists and feel. Vortex feels very alive, a very fly barred. I like fly bar feeling. Sort of a system that gives you feedback rather than something that's quite robotic. Yeah. Yep. So before we mm-hmm. go into some of the specifics of, you know, we're going to be talking about fly bar lists and all that good stuff. I want to, I just want to ask you a question because it feels, and it's just my perception it really feels like things are just really picking up in the UK because it doesn't, and it's just my perception and, and, and I'm not there, but it feels like the last few years, it just, it, you know, there were like three or four events throughout the year in the UK that people were talking about. This year, it really feels like you guys are stepping it up, man. It really kind of sounds like the hobby is just growing exponentially in the UK. There is a big drive. I think there's a lot of new pilots come onto the scene uh, with a lot of drive We've always had the fun flies. The fun flies have always been there. Uh, but like you say, competitive-wise, I mean, this F3N, I think that's five rounds. So that's five weekends of the year that's taken up. If you wanted to do all five rounds, you don't have to. But, uh, yeah, it's certainly stepped up this year. I mean, I'm amazed. It's just like, damn, when am I going to find time to go and visit somebody abroad? <laughs> so, well, you're going to find time in June, I hear. You're going to come to Spokane, Washington, right? Oh, I'd love to. I really would. I'd come I'd come to everyone if I could. Because yeah. you guys do have some really great events over there. I keep seeing them all on Facebook and, you know. Are you coming to any fun flies over here this year? I so wanted to do Urcha. Uh, but money-wise, I don't think it's possible. We're, uh, we're not that big on sort of being able to do that type of thing here. In other words, if I go, I have to pay. And I'm not knocking that at all. I understand that. I'm no superstar, so I should have to pay. But, of course, you have to find the money. Mm-hmm. And it's it's like, well, I think when I went to OHP, it was nearly £3,000. That's, you know. Oh, man. Oh, that's heavy. That is pricey. That's a lot of money for me. I mean, I'm only a car mechanic. That's all. That's all I do, so. It's not exactly rocket scientist job, is it? So 
I don't earn the big bucks, but you know, I, I enjoy the bit I do. Uh, if nothing else this year, I've set the goal of going back to OHB. That you know, that was that was a great event for me. But everybody's like, "Oh, you should do Urcha, you should do Urcha," and of course, your guys' event as well. I'd love to do that one day. That is definitely going to happen. You just keep running it. I'm going to be there. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, yeah. oh, we'll be waiting going anywhere. Yeah. Well, that's cool because I keep hearing about it. So, you know, got to be there one day. Indeed, you do. That would be a lot of fun. So let's uh, let's talk about Flybarless for a little bit. Now, it kind of sounds the way you're talking. I, I'm assuming that you had a tried V bar prior, and now you're you're. Are you just coming back to try it again with the N7? Is that what's happening? No, no, no. I've I've uh, I started off with Curtis Youngblood's system, which I actually loved. Total G, I think you're it was the one. something like that. You're, <laughs> wow. you're the one. I am the, the one, one who I, I sold them mine all, to. And I've still got one. <laughs> and you know what? I loved the feel of that system. But remember, I learned years ago on a fly bar. So that's, I suppose, what I was looking for, a fly bar sort of feel. In fact, this is going to make you laugh. The other day at the club, one of the, uh, the guys came across to me and said, would I fly his Raptor 90? Like... Raptor 90 with a fly bar. Damn, I love that thing. What are we doing spending all this money just to get something that feels a bit like a fly bar? <laughs> what happened? You're flying the wrong fly bar system. I don't know, Rachel. I'm with you. I, I, Not that I, obviously there's performance benefits, but part of me wants to build a big fly bar machine again just to go back and fly it. You know what I mean? I don't know. I and to realize that why you haven't flown it since. Yeah, why you switched. <laughs> you know, I don't think so, because I enjoy the older technology. I mean, I enjoy messing around with that stuff. I mean, you guys know that. I have a couple old machines that I fly on occasion. Well, when was the last time you flew one? Last fall. Or messed around with one? Uh, last week. I messed no. around How with How about one. this? I'm superficial, and I hate the way they look. So fly barless all the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, that's that's good. I can rock that one. They do look ugly. And and this is the big one. When you like fold the blades back and it's in your car, that little flappy paddly thing yeah. catches everything. Damn that thing rattles. Like twice as much room oh, all your yeah. hands around. <laughs> and now you have to choose paddles <laughs> and blades. Paddle thing. <laughs> I love it. That is true. They catch on everything, don't they? Yeah. Well, I still think, Rachel, that you need to fly an icon because that's. I think that you should try it myself before you get all in Spartan land. <laughs> I, I, I tried them all. The one I did want to try was Bavarian Demon, the one with the bailout, because oh, I just yeah. wanted to try and plant that sucker and flick the switch. <laughs> it works. <laughs> I'll tell you. It does work. Yeah, I got to they play said one. that too. I was going to try one at OHB, but uh, it would have had to go on on the nitro, and I was loving the nitro, so I wasn't going to mess with it. But you know, like one day, I really want to try that. I think one day we might even have systems with a hard deck where they won't let you crash. But who knows? We'll see. Where's the fun but, in that? There's no risk in that. Where's the fun in that? There's no fun. Yeah, in could that. you imagine that though? That would be a different world, wouldn't Full it? Full negative into the ground and it just stops. Yeah, it just stops like a millimeter <laughs> above the grass. Yeah, there there right. would be a lot of young <laughs> kids becoming very good at a very young age. At that point, you might as well just fly a multi rotor. 
Oh. <laughs> uh, you still can't peril flip a multi, right? I don't know if it's that bad. Yeah. Dude. Well, you can you can fly a collective pitch multi rotor. Well. Yeah. Yeah. There you sure. go. You got the Curtis one. Then you might that as well just fly the, the who? Which one? That that Curtis one, the Stingray. That'll pair a flip. The Curtis one. Yeah, you know. Oh, Curtis. yeah, 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 yeah. That, that one. The dude with the hat. The, He's cool. The one. The, the dude, dude with, with the hat. hat. <laughs> they used to fly helicopters. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is harsh. I can feel. No, that. it's I, hey. He's a he is, and always will be the grandfather of 3D in my eyes. Mm-hmm. I can already tell my Facebook message center is going to fill up with the Texas people <laughs> hating on us. I was just going to say I can feel the love in Texas growing. I'm I'm being speak. honest. I flew, I had total G's, and that guy is a legend. And regardless of what he gets into or is into or whatever now, I mean, I kind of thought about it. And you know what? He's he's almost done so much that he's earned the right to just screw off and do whatever he wants. Now, I'm, I'm being serious. That's that's genuine. He's done, he, he really did get 3D going. And uh, you know if he if this is what he's having fun with, man, that's a lot of years to fly helis. You're a basically lot. saying he paid his dues. I think he has kind of paid. his If dues. he was a less well respected individual, though, you'd be tearing him apart right now. I would, but I I've kind of had a change of heart. I have. I I've had a change of heart. I mean, the guy put probably more hours into the hobby than any other individual out there period yeah do you got your Between. 10 gal- do you got your 10 gallon hat on right nick right now no I'm, uh, I'm, you know what it is <laughs> there, brian butler's at his head with a gun that's what it is <laughs> yeah, no, you, me- no. you mess with curtis you're messing with brian yeah. yeah you know you ever heard that saying don't don't mess with texas <laughs> it's now you don't don't mess with texas or curtis youngblood or Curtis, yeah. No, I, I that must have got a threat. Yeah. No, I'm I'm being honest. <laughs> I just I someone sent him a check. Someone sent him a check. It sounds extremely sincere, too, Nick. It should. You're good. It They're really not going The check will not bounce, dude. You you dude, nailed it. Okay, screw you guys. Fine. <laughs> there was an English guy that actually bought one of them their multi rotors as well, and it flies. Mm. He's got himself a stingray. Matty Lodge. Have you ever heard of Matty Lodge? Of course. Yeah, mm-hmm. one of the guys that runs air. Yeah. He's got one. Haven't seen there it fly personally yet, but huh. I'm told it does. Who knows? There may even be a review in a magazine coming up. So, Dan, you know how I've been taste testing a lot of different helis lately. Well, I think it's about time to try out a new flavor. I'm wondering if you've got any suggestions for me as to what to look at next. Dude, did you not read Nick's review on the Blade 700X? Man, you've got to head over to Blade Helicopters and check out their new Pro Series helis. Oh man, you're right. That 700X looks like it's just the ticket. Well, I'm off to www.bladehelis.com to check out my next flavor. But anyway, let's get back to fly bar list because that's like really interesting. Uh, like oh, yeah. feeling. It's all about feeling for me. Yeah. I don't understand how 
you're holding a transmitter, right, and working sticks. How can it have feeling? But fly ballist systems so do. It's a big thing for me. And I've been playing around a lot with V-Bar with the, oh, what they call it. Is, is it the style setting? So I'm trying to think which one it is. Style. The one that's yeah, like style. Precision and Paddle simulation. And oh, no, I don't use that. I tried that. And I have got it on some models. I have been trying that on the N7, but predominantly I come away from Paddle Sim. It's the, the, the style one. Uh, you know, it's got like precision, agility and all of that mm -hmm. on it. And I used to run some fairly high numbers on that, like about 80. And that tends to make it feel a little dead. I found that the mm -hmm. lower numbers, say you go down to about 60, feels a bit more alive then. Feels a bit more like it's got a fly bar. But, you know. Rachel, Rachel, Rachel. Rachel, I, I do feel. have a fly bar I can send you in my trailer. I got a feeling there might be one or two coming through the post right now. <sighs> you never know. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it fits, I have it, it still fits a JR, got a set of but... KBD D paddles. Oh, yeah, I got some of those as well. Yep. In pink. Yep. They rock. I think I have some stubs as well. Oh, gosh, do you remember them? Yes. <gasps> I have some uh, I have some aligned paddles, too. Do you, I, can send you the, I can send you all that stuff, man. Who? Who? Align? All that stuff, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Because it kind of sounds to me like you want to go back to a fly bar machine. You keep, you keep talking about it like that. No, I just think that we spend an awful lot of time tuning these flybarless systems, and it makes me laugh to get almost a flybar feel. Yeah, I remember. I, I remember yep. back in the day, back when uh, well, the flybarless was just kind of the new new kid on the block. I remember having discussions with people, and they just kept saying, "Well, it, it feels just like uh, feels like the paddles. It feels like a fly bar." And I'm like, well, "So you paid a couple hundred bucks to? Well, back then it was more than that. The V bar was well, yeah. Jesus, you know. So you could simulate uh, fly uh, fl uh, fly That's bar. That's working huh? great. That's it. Yeah, yeah it simulates like all a... the good fly bar stuff and gets rid of all the crappy stuff. Oh, yes. Justin. See, now that's it. This is the way I sort of describe it. It's like having a car with a sport button. If you're running fly barless, you can have two separate helicopters or as many as you want at the flick of a flight mode switch. And that's sort of the way fly barless is for me. You you know, you can you can have different tuning setups in the one thing without having to change paddles and, and blades and all sorts of things. So that's sort of where it works for me. So what units have you tried? What uh, you, you mentioned V-Bar and Total G. Is that it? Have you messed with any uh, others? No, I've messed with B-Stex. Yeah. And what did uh, you think of it? Loved the cyclic feel. Great cyclic feel. Really pants tail. Yeah, I heard B-Stex <laughs> had a good tail. <laughs> it was quite whippy. Uh, do you know what I mean? It would pirouette yes. at different oh, speeds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We Depending agree. on the head load. <laughs> So I tried that one. Uh, I haven't tried a lot of them. And the Vortex thing, that just came about out of interest. I mean, people think I'm sponsored by Vortex or whatever. No, I'm nothing to do with Vortex. I just spoke to Angelos and was invited down to try one. And we literally took the V-Bar off my Raptor that I loved and chucked a Vortex on it. And I was like, oh, okay, this is good. Now, back to the N7 crash. That's what caused that crash because I was so used to the snappy response of the Vortex, the way it pulled out, and I did the same move with the V-Bar, and it just didn't pull out. I just drove it straight into the floor. <laughs> it was like, oh, 
How did that happen? Huh. It, it was like, I was sort of amazed, really. You know, it's, it's, it's odd how they all respond a bit differently. And I don't know whether the Vortex is going to be the next great thing, but I just like the feel of it. Simple as that. It just flew very nicely. And everybody's raving about the V3. Well, I don't know whether it'll be any good or, well, I'm sure it'll be very good, but I don't know how good that's going to be. I know what the differences are, but, uh, you know, I haven't flown V3 yet because us in mere mortal land, we've got to wait. You know, if Bert's got one, <laughs> but he's not sharing yet. So <laughs> Send him an email. Send him an email. Yeah, send me this, Bert. No, he probably he probably go. Who? Who are you? But uh, no, seriously, it's supposed to be very good V three. I'm told it's all in the the pirouette compensation and the way it flows. Now, see, that's what I liked about the vortex. When I tried it, I do this one strange move. I've no idea what this is called, guys. But basically, it's a nose down funnel, but you roll at the same time. So it's like an aileron roll around the funnel. Anybody know what that's called? It, it can be pretty messy. <laughs> I know that. But I do that one move, and the first thing I noticed with the Vortex is how much easier that move was, hmm. how less it was inclined to load. But, uh, you know. I have no idea what that's called. Yeah, I'm, sitting here trying, I'm sitting here trying to picture it. So you got like a – just imagine doing a nose-down funnel, yeah? yeah. But right. at the same time you're doing the nose down funnel, you're rolling. So it's like a series of mini funnels around the nose down funnel. Oh, I got you. Mm, so it's yeah. it's not like a pirouetting funnel because you're not using the tail. It's it's just a rolling thing. And you're maintaining altitude. You're doing it at a set height. Yes, that's right. So you're doing a circle. Three inches you're off doing, the ground. You're doing a funnel. <laughs> Are you, you can switching try it three inches off the floor? <laughs> Send me the picture. <laughs> Are you switching collective directions or hell, you're asking me what I do. No, I haven't got a clue. Uh yeah, I want to see this. And you say happens. that you fly crap. Come on. We need to oh, we do. need to name that this. Sounds pretty damn complex, is dude. It, is this something you came up with? Jesse, can you do that? I well, can't I'm do trying that. to figure out if she's actually aileron rolling during the funnel or that's Jesse. it. You got it. Aileron roll during the funnel. So it looks like it's it's a spinning top that's also spinning in a circle. I just want to know if you're switching collective directions. So, like, when you roll, are you going from positive to negative and then to positive as you're coming around the funnel? I have noticed. Well, it's it's a little quicker than that. I suppose you could slow it down. So that you only had one aileron rotation per funnel or whatever, but it's more than that. It's a series of like you could do ten or twelve of them within the funnel. So, is it so just, it's you, just like mini funnels as you go around a larger circuit. That's right. Yeah, it's a funneling funnel. So do you, I do you those, have, Jesse. Wait a minute. Yes, yeah, it's, it's the tight. You know, t we do them tail down. Oh, but that's you know too how you advanced do the tight for me. Funnel around that's scary. The funnel. Yeah, but Nick, you you do it, and you just throw a mini funnel in like every, you know, quarter of On the, the circle. Quarter, but this is a continuous. She's saying it's a continuous rotation. It's holding That's the right. aileron. That is but an see, aileron. I'm not you're holding aileron. I'm not switching collective directions though. No, you're just pulling. You're doing a big a wide funnel, and then a really tight funnel, and then a big wide funnel, and then a really tight yeah. funnel. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'd say that's how it goes. I, I can't recall switching collective. I know you can you can tighten it up by using collective. I bet uh, you that looks really freaking sweet. If you were to if you were to switch collective directions, like actually positive negative, positive negative, as you're going around a funnel and aileron rolling, that would probably be one of the sickest maneuvers I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, and I that would be it's like you're flipping something over as it's going around. Yeah, it'd be like flipping a pancake yeah. every, as you're yeah, going all around the way around. I know what that'd be. That'd be a re-kit if I try that. <laughs> <laughs> I call this one the re-kit. Well, Jesse, there's just Jesse not enough Nick. N7 parts out there at the moment. You guys should mm-hmm. see if you can perfect that move, and we'll name it after Rachel. We'll call it the plant. Oh, yeah, it would be. The Straight plant. in. I the need plant. a video. Bosh. Rachel, take a video, please. Yeah. Yes, please. Oh, don't You heard it here I on RC Alienation first, video. Way, Every guys. time somebody puts a video camera out, I crash. Well, <laughs> we'll just do the move before we will you be posting a video of the plant. I'm hey, gonna need good. one full that, rotation that is edited, before the crash. Yeah, do it edited to remove the crash. Do it on the sim. Record the sim and send it to us. I'll have a go. See if I can do it on the sim. I don't know. I mean, I don't sim much, and but we'll, uh, I have got one. And then it, we'll call it the plant. Perfect. Yeah, it's gonna be the plant. I'm telling you, she's she's sandbagging here. She's no, got a hell of a lot no, more I'm skill than she makes good. out. I can do is that. The, that's the only. She can hover and she can do the plant. She can hover. She can do the plant. I can right. do that. Hell, I've got reputation for doing that. Twice in every competition, it's going down. <laughs> <laughs> I could be the girl that bankrupts Synergy. Actually, shouldn't say that because you guys are having a bit of a torrid time over there, aren't you? With losing things, and you know. It, it's tough, your economy at the moment, I guess. So I still yeah. think it's very sad over MA. You know what, but when you're an addict, it doesn't make a difference. Nah. And and Matt and Amy are doing awesome. Yeah, I mean, just oh, they sure are, and they deserve it too because they've been working their ass off. And it, I I think it's just awesome. We've said this over and over again. They push so hard in grown synergy. It's it's just great <laughs> to see them prospering and and it shows that you know we can make up anyone in the u.s can make up all these excuses but at the end of the day it's just who wants it the worst you got to want it you got to be willing to put in the work and they did so oh he sure does that that you know i mean i've only come in on the taylor synergy i don't know the whole story but uh matt like you say matt and amy amazing just a couple of the greatest people and the whole team's really closely knit you know we have like the They've got their own website there, and we've got our own team corner and whatever, and and they're pretty tightly knit. Oh yeah, I just mm-hmm. just got to get my N seven to work like my E seven does. I love my E seven. Just keep running out of lipos for some strange reason. Don't really know why, <laughs> but you ought, you ought to stop taking the axe to the field with you. I'm just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so okay, speaking of team, I heard this. I saw this. What? in the world is going on over there with team thunder tiger oh controversy uh team thunder tiger amazing team and the distributor we had in the uk was a company called amarang and they they went i'm not sure where, i think they went under i heard they they'd gone under they went bankrupt 
and the distributorship got taken over by a big company we have in the UK called Ripmax. Uh, and basically, that was it. Nothing. The guys got nothing. There was no contact. Uh, spares weren't oh. available. And I mean, they're expensive spares for the Raptor. They're not cheap. Uh, so you expect them to be there, really, don't you? And there was nothing. And quite a few people jumped ship. You know, and they, I think there was a couple of their main player pilots that went to, uh, one of them went to a line. Uh, one of them's gone to JR. Stephen Gerrard, who incidentally, he's the guy who's been doing a lot of the Vortex uh, development. Mm-hmm. He went to JR. He's going to fly that new uh, Forza 700, the is Forza. it? Forza. Yep. yep. The, mm-hmm. You know, the one that the Avant copied, that one. Uh, and hey, that event is it happening? No, I think it is. No, no. Oh, Unicorn. No. There is like one out there that flies. <laughs> yeah, I've That's seen the picture. But anyway, back to Thunder Tiger. <laughs> yeah, they got nothing, and I mean like nothing. And these are all great guys. I mean, they bust a gut to fly that helicopter at uh, at Venlo last year, all off their own back. They were the only people flying Raptors there, other than me, and. They just got literally chucked out on the curb, hmm. as far as I can tell. I mean, I'm not on the inside. I'm not one of them, so I don't know. But that's the way it looked from the outside. But there is some good news on the horizon. They've just taken on, this is Thunder Tiger UK, have taken on a new pilot, uh, a guy called Dave Millard. Uh, so hopefully, I'm taking that as a sign that they are getting their act together, because it's a great helicopter. I mean brilliant thing the e700 and and whatever everybody loved it you just couldn't get it here or anything to repair it with so i'm sort of taking it as a sign that they're they're getting their act together but as far as i can tell and again i'm nobody i don't know but it looked like it was just the distributorship changeover but as i say nobody was talking to the team guys they didn't know anything it's just Hmm. amazing how one bad distributor can i mean literally ruin ruin a helicopter for a really broad you know range across oh yeah dude completely destroy it yep well i'm not saying rip max are bad because i don't know rip max you know i mean there are lots of people on facebook and the internet who are saying they are bad but i don't really know them but certainly it didn't look too good but now it looks like there's a bit of hope i mean i haven't because really our fun fly season hasn't started quite yet. It's only just starting. I haven't met up with the team guys from last year. Uh, all you see is, you know, all I see is what you see. And that's that the guys were leaving and going elsewhere and, you know, flying different helicopters. Well, that might just be natural wastage. I don't know. But at least now it looks like they're getting their act together, mm. which is, I, well, it's good, isn't it? It can only be good. What we want really now, though, which is never going to happen, is cheaper spares because £35 for a boom. Ouch. You know, and that, need, that's obviously oh. the G4, but... Jeez. They desperately need, uh, like, a, a G700. They need to do with the G4 what they did with the E720 and, you know, squeeze where they got the E700 out of it. That's what they need to do. And if they did that, whoo, buddy, they would gain some... Serious momentum yeah. again because I'm really enjoying my E700. I don't have any complaints with it, um, and it, it. I think if they could make a light and cheap to crash nitro 
you know, kind of like the nitro equivalent, oh man, that would be be pretty fierce. See, that was a bit of a revelation for me when I put the N7 in. It was peanuts to fix compared with the Raptor. And I'm not talking team parts prices because I didn't get team parts. I just went to the local hobby shop and got them, you know, mm-hmm. where I could just to get it back in the air as quick as I could. And uh, it wasn't expensive at all. I mean, it was like £16 for two booms. I was like, <laughs> yay, this is a winner with me. That's how <laughs> it should be. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I can afford to crash, which is good. <laughs> but as I yeah. say, I still keep the Raptor just for practice. Uh, just at the moment, it's going to have to go. Uh, and I'll have to get another N7 or whatever, because that's the problem. If you're going to compete, you need to just fly the same helicopter. It's no good flying different ones all the time. You yep. need to sort of get to know it. Uh, Two N7s make sense. Well, that's the way I feel about yeah. it, and it's, I think it's the way a lot of people think. But we'll we'll just have to see. Uh, as I say, I don't know what Thunder Tiger are doing. They have taken on one team pilot. He's not particularly high profile, but he's a nice enough guy, and he's a good enough pilot. So, you know, we'll see. Cool. Time will tell. Are you flying OptiPowers and OptiFuel? Yes. Yeah, I do. Does pretty much everybody uh, in the UK fly, fly up to power, up to fuel? Are there any other, what else, what other options do you have there other than the standard big name brands? As in fuel or? Fuel and batteries, yeah. Well, batteries, let's talk batteries first. Uh, well, fuel, we, oh, well, batteries, well, I mean, we've got all the big brands other than that. Uh, obviously, quite a few people go out and buy the sort of imported ones, right. uh, Hobby King or whatever. We haven't got flight power anymore. They I don't know what happened to them, but we haven't got them. Uh, there's Thunder Power, mm-hmm. which are, are very good. There's, you know, they're great batteries. But as I say, it's just in this country, it's it's OptiPower. And a lot of that is down to Andy because he's such an amazing man and the backup is so good. And really in the UK, Andy just supports everything. If there's an event, he supports it. It must cost the guy a fortune. Yeah. You know, the reason I bring that up is because it seems like um, at the end of last year and going into 2014, kind of feels like um, OptiPower is kind of making the transition, you know, the the move across the pond. Oh, they go for world domination, aren't they? They're pushing hard. They are pushing man. hard. Um, I mean, they we are. picked up how many six U.S. team pilots now between the fuel and the, or actually not the fuel, but but the batteries for sure. That's it. It's just the lipos in in America. Uh, from what I gather, exporting the fuel to you guys is just way too expensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it wouldn't be viable. I guess until they get their own plant and mix it over there, maybe that will happen in the future. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, they've got quite a few team pilots and some good ones. They've got Nick. Yeah, don't get much yep. better than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. there's There's been some big moves made, that's for sure. And, and uh, we've been seeing a lot more. Uh, just stop to power. I mean, we, it's something that I know, you know, here at RCLA Nation, we've known about OptiPower for quite some time, way back in the beginning. Um, Andy actually um, gave us some batteries to do some reviews on and, and had us pick out a few people here in the States to send some batteries to, to have them do some testing. And uh, pretty pretty good luck with them. Um, uh, you know, but... I've, I've got, he sent over, well, Justin's got a pair that he's, Flying in the speed now, right? Yep. 
We're yep. reviewing those now. Yep. So we're doing those. And I'm liking them so far. Yeah, I've got a pair that I've been flying in the MD because um, I wanted to get some nice, new, fresh, you know, high C rating packs. So I've got a pair of the 5,050 Cs, 6S packs in the MD, just abusing them. And uh, they're, you know, so far, uh, they're holding up really well. I mean, I've been very impressed with them so far. I don't have a ton of cycles on them. And, you know, longevity is the big key in my book. Um, but I don't have anything negative to say so far. So that's good. No, I think that they've come on a lot. Uh, when I first started using them, there was the odd problem with the odd one. But it was always, that was the brilliant thing for us. If you had a problem with it, you just gave it back to Andy and he sorted it out. And But I don't get any problems now. That's one thing I have noticed. Uh, the only problems I've had were just damage in transit, which happens, doesn't it? You drop one in the car on the floor or something. Yep. That's it. And you can't blame mm-hmm. the lipo for that. Accidentally slip and touch it with an axe. You know, it's like uh, <laughs> it's not the lipo's fault. Can't blame it yeah, for that. It's, you know, it's just a risk that we all take in this hobby. <laughs> Inadvertent <laughs> contact with axes. It just happens. It just sneaks and up and trimmers. grabs you. <laughs> hedge trimmers. Hedge trimmers. <laughs> hedge trimmers? <laughs> or was it a chainsaw? Sorry, I can't remember. I knew you it, had, it was you had multiple power tools. There you the go. Yeah, it was just I know, fake. I know. But, you say but that. That's what you're funny. telling us anyway. Well, I thought it was funny anyway. I thought it was funny. <laughs> I think all of us thought it was funny, to be honest with you. What, what about the fuel, though, Rachel? I know you've got OptiFuel, but does the UK have access to any other brand of nitro? Oh, God, yeah. Uh, we've got Cool Power. and Oh, uh, you do? Okay. Name yes. some brands, and I'll tell you if we do them. I'm not... Obviously, I just use Byron's. OptiFuel because that I do, and that's Rotor the big Rage. one here. Byron's. So what, el- what else have we got? Byron, no. Rotor oh, is that Rage? Cool Power? That's Cool no. Power, isn't it? No. no, no, no. No, okay. Rotor Rage, not sure. Uh, Rapicon, that's one. Yeah. Heard of that okay, one? Okay, yep. Uh, VP yep. Master, is that, is that? I don't think so. Yeah, that's no. another one too, yeah. Dan. I think that's not as big over here, but it is starting to grow a little. Or maybe I'm thinking of another. I mean, it pretty much is OptiFuel over here. Um uh, we have an English manufacturer as well, one called uh, Model Technics. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're more into the the aircraft side, I think. But again, I don't know much about them. I haven't, I haven't got a clue. It is all OptiFuel. I mean, in the club I fly at, it's just OptiFuel. That's it. You know, there's, there's very – oh, what's that one I'm trying to think? One guy does fly with something called Wildcat. Is oh, that yeah. It's, oh, yeah. Yep, God, isn't yep. Wildcat made in, like, Colorado? I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. I used to hear about that. Yeah, I think maybe it's not. Is it purple? It's the green stuff, isn't it? Or is no. it purple? Pur- I think maybe you're right. Purple. Yeah, I think yeah. like like I Fort Collins, Colorado, or something like. Because I know the the guys huh. in uh, Wyoming go down there uh, to buy their fuel right from the where from where it's made. Anyway, doesn't matter yes. where it's made. <laughs> So that's what we predominantly have. I mean, it is OptiFuel, but that's down to the distribution we've got, which is the most amazing distribution. Nothing's too much trouble. And I think that's why they're so successful. But they are going global, aren't they? They They've taken on French pilots and German pilots and 
and American pilots. I, I don't know where it's going to end. Hopefully, he does well, though. He, de- he deserves to. The guy and the company, they are world-class. You know, the way they treat people, world-class. I mean, we'll go back to LipoGate here. I mean, I'm a sponsored <laughs> pilot, and that shouldn't have happened. blah de blah de blah Andy's only concern was that I could have hurt myself. It wasn't like, what the hell are you doing? You know, you shouldn't be doing that. It was, did you really know what you did? And of course, I didn't know what I did at the time. I didn't realise they were that, you know, volatile. If you provoke one with an axe, it's. Uh, <laughs> I guess it's going to turn on you. Provoke it. <laughs> like most things, but you know, I mean, he was so cool about that. Uh, you know, you learn, oh, don't you? God. See, I, I have to learn. I'm like everybody thinks I'm the big expert. I'm not. I'm learning like everybody else. And I guess you yeah, learn these things you as you go along. That. Axes and lipos, no, no. They don't mix. It's like oil and water. It is. It's not the best plan. So I'm going to ask you a kind of a subjective question because I guess it's really hard to tell, but mainly you, you might have an idea. Do you suppose that it's predominantly electric in the UK? Are there, are there quite a bit of nitro guys or do you kind of oh, have a feeling for God, that? No. It's not all electric in the UK. No, it, it's very much nitro. <sighs> uh, see, nice. we're, pro- we're professionals over here. We we like <laughs> professionals. <laughs> yeah, Dan. We don't need to rely like on like sixteen place. horsepower motors. <laughs> professionals. You know, if you went by all the Facebook posts, that would suggest otherwise. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> we can stick anything into the ground over here, and usually do. Hey, before but, we, before we move on from the auth power, I just want to say congratulations. I'm, I don't know. I'm sure you know Rob Bingham, right? I do know Rob Bingham. Yeah, he, he just received a uh, a spot on the rep team for OptiPower. Congratulations, Rob! Yay! Yeah. Oh so, yeah, yeah, that's Rob's right. in. Yeah, yeah, Rob's yeah. a teammate. Yeah, Rob's a good just guy. Think I of talk that. with Rob, Rob a lot. Bingham and Nick Maxwell in competition. Hey, that'd be good. <laughs> is he is he a really good pilot? I, I've only talked with him. I've never obviously flown with him, but no, he he's uh, he's not not really good. He's very competent. He's like me though. He's a sports pilot. Big he's air. in the hobby for the fun. Yeah, you know, neither of us are ever going to go out and win any competition. It's not going to happen. But we still enjoy it. Yeah, and I think that's what a lot of it's about. Now I think that's well. I know that's what Rob's about. It's all about the fun. Yeah, it's, and I know Rob's you know, really big into helping people. He does a he does a lot for the hobby, you know. As far as he sure people. does, yeah. yeah, he does. Uh, he likes his his Facebook, and he'll help out where he can. And you know, he's he's a great guy. So yeah. we'll see. But uh, yeah, he's got he's got his sponsorship deservedly as well. See, now that's something I like that's happening these days. It's not about being best pilot anymore. Sometimes it's about what you put back into the hobby. I would agree with that, that. That's a big thing. And I kind of feel like, and I'm sure there's pilots here in the States that feel that way, this way as well. But I kind of feel like there's some pilots in the UK that kind of resent that. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. They kind of it's... feel like only SmackDown hard 3D flyers should be sponsors or be sponsored. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm yeah, sure I there's guys like that in the, here in the States as well. sort of goes down to well. the difference between rep pilots and... Sponsored pilots, but sponsorship for me, I mean, it's in the word, really. It's its not about being the best. It's being about the most deserving. 
if you like. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And being able to fly amazingly doesn't necessarily make you the most deserving. Thank yeah. God, because otherwise I'd get nothing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not that I expect anything, because I really, really don't. You know, but it, it is a different world, the sponsorship world, isn't it? It's uh, it. Mm-hmm. There are demands mm-hmm. and there are things and people yeah. get very, very resentful. I mean, I've had several instances on the Internet where I've been torn apart lately by people who just don't understand or... I don't know. The last guy just fancied a piece of me. It was as simple as that. He just went absolutely <laughs> off on one and it came from nowhere. And it's a guy I've helped in the past. And I was just like, what is going on here? Well, and I don't know I, whether people get jealous or, or I don't yeah, know. I would say that's probably got a little bit to do with it. And it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. It is. I mean, <laughs> you never know what the motives of somebody's You have to try and shrug are. it off, I guess. But I won't say it doesn't hurt. No, that's you know. For sure. Because anybody who really Part knows me game, knows I, I just guess. live for this hobby. And the more people I can help out, the better it is. That That's the way I do it. It's all about the fun. Yeah, It's all about getting more people to fly helis. Everybody in the world should experience the joy of flying a helicopter. Yeah. That's right. Yes, sir. Yes, they should. Except plankers. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and multi-rotor. Yeah. And multi-rotor guys. Yeah. Oh, are they not counting any more multi-rotor guys then? Uh, I can't. I no longer have credibility when it cu- when it comes to talking about multi-rotors. Uh, have you got a multi-rotor? I did. You have confirm. credibility to begin with <laughs> <laughs> on the multi-rotor front. I had credibility to giving them shit. How does that grab you? Oh, okay, that's yeah. fair. Not anymore. Not anymore. He is a lover of them. Lover of them. Oh, you got it? into bed with a multi-rotor. I don't know. Yeah. Rachel, I take it where I can get it. I'm getting old. <laughs> <laughs> hey, anyway. I'm, I'm going to own up. Hands in the air. I enjoyed flying the Stingray. It was wicked fun. No, that doesn't count. I, I, you know, it was it was cool. And then I gave it back. So I'm I'm good. You didn't crash it? You didn't put it in? I had to go. I was doing like this backwards inverted hurricane thing and I was like, Curtis, it's yours. <laughs> Here you go. Have it back. I got a bit disorientated, but it, it flew nicely. It flew like a helicopter. How weird is that? Huh. It looked like a model car in the air and yeah. <laughs> flew like a helicopter. Yeah. Did yeah. the best damn handbrake turns I've ever seen. Bless it. It was a great <laughs> thing, but no, not for me. Well, Rachel, as always, we sure appreciate you waking up at the crack of dawn over there in the UK and spending a little bit of time with us. Oh, I love it. Anytime you guys want, let's have some more controversy. Yeah, That's the best plan. You're no stranger to that. (laughs) Oh, no, I'm good at that. So, you know, just going to wait and see what happens. Keep plugging along with the N7. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, as things start to progress in the UK with events and stuff like that, don't, don't, uh, you know, let us know what's going on. Give me a call. Let me know and we'll get you on and uh, we'll get your interpretation of what happened at the big events. Oh, it's quite simple. I crashed, but (laughs) it's all good. (laughs) I crashed and rebuilt and crashed again. Oh, that's what usually happens. It's just all in the fun. All righty, Rach. Well, thanks for hanging out with us and uh, we will catch you next time. All right. You guys are welcome. Thanks for having me on. Precision. Speed. Torque. And power. 
We'd expect nothing less out of a servo put on the market by a guy that pushes his equipment to the absolute limits flight after flight. If they're good enough for Bert, then they're good enough for me. BK Servos. Keeping my heli feeling connected. www.bkservo.com So there was Rachel Plant, guys. As always, Rachel, thank you for coming and hanging out. A lot of fun. Look forward to the next time. Uh, look forward to trying that maneuver. Yeah. Yeah. We well, uh, maybe not. I look forward to seeing <laughs> maybe it. Maybe not paying for that maneuver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, uh, I, you know, I just, we could just turn a mic on and just let her talk because it's just fun to listen to her. You know what I mean? It is fun. She's <laughs> agreed. We just want to thank our listeners. The citizen registration has just been phenomenal. I think it surpassed our expectations. We are very appreciative of your guys' support. So, on that note, as most of you know, we recently had one lucky registered citizen walk away with a Goblin 570. Right? It is true. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So, we're going to reach down into the bag of goodies here in, I don't know, maybe a week or two. And we're going to see what else is down there. I don't know. There's a few things we're going to be... Just, I think there's some good stuff. There's some good stuff. <laughs> so look for that here in the next couple weeks. Uh, if you aren't a registered citizen, now's your opportunity to maybe show your support and uh, who knows, maybe walk away with a pretty uh, amazing prize. Have fun with it. It's a lot of fun to do this kind of stuff. So we've got some fun flies coming up. Isn't it like only five weeks to tell Othello? Is yep. that right? Five yeah, or five or six weeks. Yeah. God, I, hope <laughs> I am. Yeah. Guess what happens I that week? I can't believe it. Guess what happens that week? Dan gets a new set of compass blades. Mm, God. So that he can give them to Justin. <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, no, it's. Uh, I'm really looking forward to Othello. It's going to be great to kind of catch up with our old buddies from the Northwest, people we haven't seen since uh, last fall. And if yep. you are in the region or if you want to come up, it's a fantastic field. Um, lots of good folks there, and, man, it's just a good time. And then next, after that, we have – what's the name of that group doing that fun fly in June? Hmm. Hmm. RC um It's a planker fun fly, isn't it? Oh, I think it's held at a mm-hmm. planker field, but I don't think there's any plankers allowed. Of course, it's our second annual RC Heli Nation fun fly. Got to make your reservations. That's going to be a hell of a good time. We uh yes, we recently uh as Nick mentioned earlier in the show, we've uh dude, you should uh, get a good picture of all that stuff. That's kind of cool, man. We got the rest of the major pieces of a kick-ass PA system. Oh, yeah. It go like that. <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're really looking forward to that. And, of course, we'd like to thank Progressive RC for stepping up and, and sponsoring that fun fly. Um, it's with support from guys like this that makes stuff like this possible because, you know, shit can get expensive. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. For real. <laughs> so... Of course, we'll have the night flying. Uh, we're going to get some... Uh, have we decided, are we going to up the number of lights this year? 
We're looking into it. Yeah. It's definitely going to at least be two. It may be three. Yeah. So we're going to kind of maybe increase that if we can. And of course, uh, we're going to have some fun events, much like last year. You, you, oh yeah. Yeah. You really. Got a competitions. Yeah. Everyone awesome get prizes. I want to just also mention too. I've had a couple of listeners get in touch with me looking for uh, information on having Heli sent. Just send me an email. We've got a couple options, all of which will work fantastic. Of course, Dieter, he lives right near there. Um, that's a great place to send stuff. Of course, I can get you that information. Don't necessarily want to just give it over the air, but send me an email, <laughs> and I will um, I will hook you up with that information. And if you're so inclined, we could also work out something. If you have like a prepaid uh, shipping label, we will gladly see to it that it makes its way to the mail as well on the way home. Yep. That's right. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out somehow. It's, it's shaping up to be a really fun, fun fly season. So of course for us, it's, it's a joy to do the live show. We, we love it. Can't wait to do some more of those. Let's see. Shirts and hats kind of running low on shirts. I think I've only got three or so, four or five left. Uh, mainly two XLs, a couple three XLs. Uh, so we'll probably be doing some more shirts here soon. At least try to get some put together, maybe before Othello. It's hard to say. We're gonna we're gonna work on that. Let's see, uh, Nick. Do you have any um, updates on the? Because I've been getting quite a few emails about the citizen registration cards. Do you have any updates that you'd like to share with us? Mm. Not really. <laughs> I have updates that say that I have been gone, and apparently yeah. everyone thinks that if you're gone on vacation, they just don't need to reply. <laughs> so once again, it's time to uh, go shake all the baskets again and figure out what the heck is going on. People seem to be dragging their feet. Yeah, basically, we're just kind of we're, we're trying to source out a printer, and uh, you know, it's just um, we had a solution, but it just didn't work out, and we'll get those. You, so don't yeah. don't worry about it. You'll get them. It's not keeping you from anything right no. now. That's for sure. Yeah. So uh, also too, just to kind of go back to the fun flies, we actually will have, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, Nick, the ability if you don't have a citizen number uh, to actually get a citizen number and the card on site. We absolutely should. We have. I mean, that's <laughs> theoretically we that have the, the ability plan. to do that, but yes. Um, yes. And, and I want to just mention too, there's some benefits to those of you who will be at these fun flies that we will be at. You know, if you come to us and show us your citizen card or we can otherwise verify the citizen number, depends upon if we have the cards out by then, uh, we're going to be doing some special things at these fun flies just for those of you yes. who, who do that. Absolutely correct. On top of, I can't remember the percentage, somebody uh, maybe can chime in. There's going to be a percentage off any apparel, apparel that we have or hats for those guys who are registered as well. On, yep. that's, that is correct. That's in, included to uh, some pretty amazing stuff that will be 20% happening. off all RCHN apparel. That's right. So if you don't have one and you end up at a fun fly that we're at, it's super easy and we'll, we'll get you hooked up there. Before we go, I guess... Um, I don't want to get Jesse confused as it appeared he was last week on the mm -hmm. means of contact. 
I don't, we don't, we, we got to take it easy on Jesse. Nick, if I wanted to send you an email, how would I do that? You would send that to Nick at rchelynation.com. Oh, yeah. I paid attention last week. I had to. I had to edit. I, I still don't know yeah, what you're referring you to. You kind of edited the thing. <laughs> Did I edit that part out? I got emails. No, it was there. <laughs> Jesse, you were all confused because Nick wanted to close the show and you hadn't heard emails yet. No. Now you remember. So, Justin, if I wanted to send you an email, how would I do that? You could send it to Justin at rchelynation.com. And Jesse? You could send me an email at jesse at rchelynation.com. I am Dan. You can reach me at dan at rchelynation.com or Dan K. Reed on the forums and our chat box. I would like to invite any of you who have not perused our website. Please do so. Ton of reviews, tech tips. All kinds of cool stuff there. Plus, you get an opportunity to hang out and chat with other like-minded people on our front page there. Also, too, can't forget about Facebook. Thank you for your support on Facebook. One quick thanks. Sure. Uh, we've gotten some feedback from our sponsors. Uh, thank you, you guys. I know it's very apparent that you guys are doing as we requested and, and you know, really trying to give them your business first, and we appreciate that. That feedback goes a long way. Yes. Um, with us. So, you know, these are these are all great people to do business with. And, you know, we appreciate you supporting them because it supports us and it's all just some big happy feng shui circle and you guys are <laughs> rad. So thanks. Feng Shui Circle. <laughs> I like that. Alrighty guys, this has been episode one hundred and thirty one. One hundred and thirty one. All right, we sure hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we've enjoyed making it. Have a good week, guys. We will see you next Monday. Fly, 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 fly. Have a good one, guys. (laughs) (laughs) This has been a production of RC Heli Nation, LLC, and is brought to you by KDE Direct, SoCo Heli Tools, Progressive RC, Genzase Batteries, Blade Helicopters, BK Servos, and Rotary Wing RC. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please feel free to send us an email.